Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from the Palatial Studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. And thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. Good morning to you and yours. You belong in a tree. You're a nut. I'm not a nut, but I'll stay in a tree for you. You are one sweet Creepy little dude. Well, thanks. I'm glad you feel that way. Hello again, and welcome to the show. That's right. Welcome to the program. It's 6.07, Mr. Clock, which is certified the time. It's now 6.07 a.m. 6.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go show for a wild Wednesday. And we are off and running. It's hump day. Bonnie, it's the middle of the work week. Today's date is November the 17th. And one week from tomorrow, we're just going to be sucking down turkey left and right. Are you ready? Are you ready at the Evan 9 household to do the whole turkey deal? I did. I went to BJ's yesterday, as uh, uh, suggested by uh, Pittsburgh Deb. And I went there trying to find a small turkey. Small turkey I could find is 12 pounds. Too big. Twelve pounds? No, yep. wait. Now that's two extra pounds than you were you were going to go with right around ten pounds, right? I'm looking for something under ten pounds mm. because it's just Rachel and I, yeah, and Gavin won't eat turkey, so all that food is going to go to waste. So why cook a bird if it's going to go to waste? So I need a small turkey. Could you send any of that food to any of your other sons or daughters' homes? They live too far away. Number one, number two. Uh, the one that's closest, he's in the process of moving, so they're not going to be really doing anything. They're busy doing their own thing. But I need to find me a small bird. I've got to find a small bird, well, plain and, and simple. Uh, yeah, I was shopping Walmart in St. Lucie West yesterday, and I wasn't actually looking for turkey, so I can't tell you if I saw anything there. Mm-hmm. I have seen a lot of the prices go up, though. Uh, I finally did a like a huge shop yesterday, something mm-hmm. I haven't done in a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just like on the little things that you buy, like a uh, family bag of Doritos, Evan. Right. Uh, that was well up to almost, I, I would say, 448 Wow. Up uh, closer to the $5 mark. Okay. I think a regular jar of okra, you know, I like to get the pickled okra, just a basic jar. Mm-hmm. That was... Roughly almost five dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm seriously. I just saw some things go up, and the funniest thing happened yesterday. All right, tell me. So I'm in an aisle at Walmart looking for. I think I was in the ice cream aisle, and all of a sudden, I, you know, I think I'm getting punked. Like, remember that show, Punk? Oh, yes. Okay, so Ashton Kutcher and the Ashton Kutcher thing. I turn around, and there's this lady putting her items, putting items in my shopping cart. Interesting. (laughs) She probably wanted you to pay for them. And then she started, um, then she took the cart and started going away with it. And I said, ma'am, oh, that's my shopping cart. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Mm. (laughs) So I wasn't being punked. It was like a simple mistake. But uh, her own her own cart was only a few feet away, had, you know, just as many items as mine did. She, she had the confused shopping cart syndrome is what she had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's the first so. time it's ever happened to me. It's wow. kind of like, wow, you're just like going, wow, lady, you're, you're putting items in my shopping cart. Very interesting. A- adding to my uh, already uh, big item, big ticketed list. So the turkey I uh, found yesterday, yeah. it was 99 cents a pound, which is not a bad deal. That's a great deal for butterball turkey, 99 cents a pound. But, like I said, the smallest one I found 
in the bin was 12 pounds. And here's another thing that kind of, I don't know if it bothered me, but these turkeys were not frozen. They were soft. Sometimes they're not. And uh, usually I've seen that already thought kind out. of uh, closer to Thanksgiving yeah. where they're thought out. Already, already thought out. So all you got to do is stick it in the fridge when you get home, which is kind of cool because now you don't have to thaw out your bird. So that's one less step you have to worry about. Yeah, you don't have to put too much uh, thought into yeah. it with that thawing thought out. Thought into it. I like that thought. <laughs> I like that. I, you know, I'm thinking about mine because mine's like a between a 18 and 24, a 20 and 24 pound bird this year. That's a big bird. So yeah, five days ahead of time, I think at five or six, I've got to get that bird into the refrigerator that's from a my huge, freezer. Huge bird. You could feed an army with that much food. We're going to be feeding an army. And the kids are going to eat what I like. What I like. <laughs> the kids are going to eat what I make this weekend. There you go. <laughs> and if they don't like it, tell them to go elsewhere. Yeah, Just I'll, like the one that, that didn't like the peanut butter. <laughs> I'll put the food dishes outside and, you know, say, go you need and to have scramble a and get your. But I'm making, um, I'm actually making two dishes this weekend. Okay. I'm making my chicken fried rice. Because Jaden likes it. He's very particular. Do you make that from scratch? Uh, yeah, you know, I've, I've been using, I use that success rice. And okay. I, I've, the last time I did it, I used like four bags of it and did it in the Ninja Foodie Grill. Okay. Chopped up some uh, carrots, some green onions with that matter. Okay. You've got to have a soy sauce with that matter. Okay. You know, you just, and, and the chicken, uh, you know, and you kind of like, uh, I mixed it all in. It turned out perfect. Mm. Plus they're getting spaghetti and meatballs. Okay. So, Very nice. And <laughs> I'm probably going to make my meatballs from scratch. Okay. I just uh, received a text message from Ray that we are going to be a blended show on Friday. Um, oh, okay. She is taking the day off. And that means when G is off, Ray is off. So we will be a blended show on Friday. And Ray is always welcome to come join us over here. Well, he's got to do the news up yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. the whole problem. And the weather and, and sending the weathers and yeah, all that. Yeah, and all that other good Taking stuff. Taking care of that uh, more, the great morning duties that he him. does. Maybe I can convince him. Why don't you come here Friday? Oh, we're going to have uh, Gary. It's either Gary or the big boss, too, from the Salvation Army here on Friday. Oh, did you so, confirm that with him? Uh, pretty much so. I've got to really confirm it and call him maybe today or tomorrow okay. to get that total confirmation. No problem. But it sounds like they want to uh, come in and talk about Angel Tree, mm-hmm. I think it is. And okay. they're hoping work. getting goods for the kids during the holidays. That will definitely work. Another Hol- great organization at work. You know, there's so many different organizations that are out there. That offer so many different things. I mean, of course, the Salvation Army. They have the Angel Tree. Um, there's the uh, United States Marines Toys for Tots yeah. organization. And then, of course, one of my all-time favorites, it, it's Carolyn Gregg's. It's uh, it's the WPSL Christmas Kids. Oh, yeah. I, that I, one I look is, forward to those kids each yeah. and every year. Man. They're so cute when they sing, and they come on and sing on the radio. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of their carols are, are pretty good. Mm-hmm. It just puts me in, a, like, a really nice mood for the holidays. Oh, you know what? Oh, yeah. Um, it reminds me. There's on my XM radio, too. They have a, a holiday. They have a holiday a channel. A holiday channel. Uh-huh. I've been listening to it already. <laughs> now, you know what I enjoy, and I haven't done it in a while, and I'm thinking about doing this. Um, 
they have up in um, Orlando at Disney World, uh, at Epcot Center, they have um, a special Christmas program. And I can't remember what it's called for the life of me. Oh, I bet you go. I tongue. bet you go up to Disney and Universal and SeaWorld and all that, and they they start to play holiday music all over the theme yeah. parks. I've yeah. never been up there in the spirit of that. Mm-hmm. Of course, I I haven't gone to the theme parks so often. You know, I've only gone like a couple of times now. SeaWorld this past time and mm-hmm. Universal in the past, um, but I've always wanted to go up to that place where. Don't they have the uh, the ice sculptures and? Oh, that's um that is the Gaylord Palms Resort. Yeah, that's still up and running, isn't it? Yes, I remember. And it is amazing. Yeah, I bet I bet it's just beautiful this time of year. Gaylord yeah. Gaylord Palms, Palms Resort. Resort. That's it. It's the candlelight processional. That's what it is. That's what it's called. The candlelight processional. Okay. Up at uh, Epcot Center. It's the most amazing thing. 50-piece orchestra with a full choir. They have a celebrity narrator every single night. Wow. It's unbelievable. Uh-huh. So have you stayed at the Gaylord Palms yes, before? Yes, I have stayed there when I used to do uh, syndicated radio. We did our program out of there at the uh, money shows. Yeah. And the Gaylord Palms Resort is amazing. I think it's called Ice. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. I think that was called Ice. Yes. You know, and that's not too old. It just seems like years ago, some years ago on the music radio station, we were giving away mm-hmm. these uh, three-night, two-day stays, or two-night, three-day stays at the Gaylord Palms mm-hmm. when it was kind of like newer, you know, which uh, doesn't seem like a whole lot a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm going to see if I... I, I going to have a conversation with Rachel and see if she wants to do that and go there because we did that one year and it was the most amazing thing you it's literally frigid when you go in there because of all the ice kind of like with the penguins when you go into right. SeaWorld right? but here's the best part about it they give you these parkas to wear when Ooh, you're in there yeah. and the parkers are the parkas are heated oh my so gosh. you're all warm when you go into the ice parka. That it's amazing. Would, oh, my gosh. That would be nice. Yeah, it's amazing. They need uh, heated parkas up in northern Wisconsin where I grew up mm-hmm. and uh, northern Minnesota. Gosh, you go to Duluth sometime in, in the wintertime in Superior, Wisconsin. They're like sister cities. Mm-hmm. That wind chill can get like 20 or 30 below zero. Mm-hmm. It's frigid right on Lake Superior. So they need they need heated par- parkas up that way. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, yeah, I'm looking uh, at a picture here of this uh, Gaylord Palms. I guess this is part of the outside. Do they got a water slide in there, too? Yeah, they have all they sorts of stuff They just have, like, a, a lot of things, right? Uh, if you go to Christmas at GaylordPalms.Marriott.com, I guess Gaylord Palms is part of the Marriott family now. So uh, let me see here. View all activities. Marriott's that was a nice hotel, yeah. too. We stayed at the one in Great uh, place. Palm Beach, West Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. That's closer to, I think it's closer to the ocean, like really by the city. Mm-hmm. It had like three or four floors. It had like a huge elevator in there. Mm-hmm. And their outdoor swimming swimming pool area was incredible from uh, what in. I remember. I'm typing in uh, ice at Gaylord Palms. Doesn't this just like make you want to go on a vacation now it again? It really does. It does. <laughs> it really does. We are just like looking at this and dreaming. You know, my dream vacation, though, would be a cruise up in Alaska. 
Ooh. And uh, you know, out and going out in the big wilderness and uh, being on that cruise, and I guess you go to parts of it where you can see the Kodiak bears. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see that and the caribou. Oh my gosh. There is. I can't. You know, I wonder if they're doing ice this year because I can't find it anywhere on uh, any of the websites. Oh. I don't see it anywhere. Actually, it says, what time does Gaylord Palms Ice open? It says right here, it's at, opens at 10, goes to 8 p.m. Oh. So it looks like, I, I do believe they're open. Yeah, this is... You can is... build and toss real snowballs to boost the power of the snowmaking machines, earn points in their mechanized snowy play space. Mm-hmm. A snow factory. Wow, I want to go in that, don't you? That's amazing. It yeah. really, truly is. I'm going to have to uh, look into... And see if, uh, oh, wait, here it is. Ice is back. Okay, I think I found something pertaining to that. Oh, yeah, look at that, Bonnie. Look at that picture right Let's there. Take, check that out. Ooh. Look at that. Oh, man. That's amazing. I wonder how they built that. Like, how long did it take to I don't know. build and form that? But it's truly um, it, amazing. It it's, looks like true artistry, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Man. Um, it, it's really, and it's not very expensive to uh, to go at all. Not very expensive at all whatsoever. Oh yeah, I'm seeing here um, adults like twenty eight ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Children are fourteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I don't know if these are old prices though. Mm-hmm. That's not very expensive. Uh, let me see. Pass includes admission to ice exhibit only with front of line priority. Uh, it's sixty bucks. Yeah. Thirty five for kids. Um, I don't know if the, those prices are right. I'm going to have to, I'll call the Gaylord Palms and uh, find out exactly what it is. Most affordable, and what a beautiful experience. Yeah, it's really cool. For this Christmas very, time. Very, very cool, but make sure and wear a parka, though. <laughs> Definitely make sure I, I don't know parka. why I, wore, I still wore my winter coat this morning, but it is like uh, at least 10 degrees warmer than it was yesterday. 64 is what I registered on the nine household thermometer as I woke up at 4 o'clock this morning. Oh, so so you woke up to some, some ice. It, 64 ice. is rather chilly. <laughs> I didn't wake up to no ice. What are you talking about? Wake up to vanilla ice. Yeah, right. Ice, ice, baby. He's, he lives right down here, doesn't he? He's in Wellington. He's in our area. Yeah, he lives down in Wellington. I wish he could come in the studio sometime and visit, like, visit us. Robbie Wouldn't that be fun? Van Winkle. He seems like a pretty cool I'll to make dude. A, I'll have to make a phone call, see what I can uh, yeah. possibly do. Maybe I can get him in here. Who knows? Anything's possible. That would be fun. I'm co-host all morning with us. That would be a lot of fun. Oh, my gosh. That would be awesome. That would be a hoot. (laughs) Uh, 621 News Time. Let's go to the news desk. Bonnie standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. As the special session continues, an anti-vaccine mandate rally in Tallahassee featured a former Orange County Fire Department battalion chief. Stephen Davis was fired for refusing to discipline firefighters for not getting vaccinated. I refuse to issue discipline that was wrong, that was unlawful. Davis and other speakers said they are not against getting vaccinated. They're opposed to vaccine mandates. Where will Lake Okeechobee water be released for the next decade or more? WPTV's Megan McRoberts breaks it down for Martin County. When toxic blue-green algae blooms plagued the St. Lucie River, summer after summer blamed largely on Lake Okeechobee releases. Communities around Lake Okeechobee and the Army Corps knew something had to change. We need not one drop, and we've been fighting long, long, long time here. 
340-0, stop the discharges, no lake water. Mike Connor is the executive director of the Indian River Keeper. He played a part in giving input to the Army Corps' new plan called LOSUM. He hoped the plan would finally end lake releases to the St. Lucie. We didn't get that wish today. Instead, it does decrease releases by about 35 percent. But that's down from initial projections that releases could be cut by more than 60 percent. We were hoping for upwards of 60 or more. We didn't get that wish. Connor says while it is still a decrease, it's hard to say whether it will help the St. Lucie estuary become more healthy. We're walking towards this finish line when we really should be going at a full splint. Reynaldo Diaz, the Lake Worth waterkeeper, had the same reaction, wanting minimal water sent to the east. The plan does help the Caloosahatchee River to the west better manage its water needs during the dry season, and it will send significantly more water to the south for agricultural use and water supply. The Corps also had to balance navigation needs, recreation needs, and flood control. The end product wasn't as good as we needed it to be. The plan will also hold Lake Okeechobee on average about six inches higher. Congressman Brian Mass released a statement disappointed the final plan did not maximize the reduction in releases to the St. Lucie, saying, quote, this plan still has the potential to send unacceptable volumes of toxic water from Lake Okeechobee into the St. Lucie and Caloosahatchee. Environmentalists on the east coast of the state still plan to ask the Corps to make final tweaks until the plan goes into effect next year. Megan McRoberts, WPTV, News Channel 5. A 14-year-old boy who went for a bicycle ride and didn't return home has been found dead. WPTV's Todd Wilson with this story. That's right. Tonight, so much attention remains on the Palm Beach Gardens Police Department. That's because many people are waiting to find out what happened to Ryan Rogers and why. Small paper lanterns are lined up. A community coming together, supporting each other through this tragedy. The sudden death of 14-year-old Ryan Rogers, the teen who went on a bike ride Monday evening but never returned home. I did hear about it last night when it first occurred, and I was following along on Facebook because I live in the community and I'm a member of the Facebook group. And then this morning there was, from what I heard, there was quite a large uh, group of people that came out to help look. And then when the the bad news came. Ryan's mom wrote on Facebook that her son went for that ride Monday night, but it wasn't until Tuesday morning that his body was found near a Central Boulevard sidewalk not far from I-95. The Palm Beach Gardens Police Department says Ryan's bike was found nearby. The 14-year-old was a student at Dwyer High School, a community still trying to process the teen's sudden passing with so many questions unanswered. Ryan had a love for soccer, playing on youth teams just like Justin Mize's young son. He says he's praying for the family. It's devastating. Any time that a young child is, is taken before their time, it's just awful. Those who knew Ryan say soccer fields were like a second home. The president of the Palm Beach Gardens Youth Athletic Association also spoke about the teen's impact on others. Ryan had just started our refereeing program. He's a wonderful young man. A wonderful athlete athlete he will be daily missed right now the investigation into ryan's death continues in palm beach gardens todd wilson wptv news channel 5 halfway through the special session of the florida legislature a key vote is expected today
The Republican-controlled state house is poised to give final approval to a bill that targets COVID-19 mandates by ensuring workers can receive exemptions from job vaccination requirements, offering them testing and PPE use options, and banning government employees from requiring inoculations. Sponsor Aaron Grawl is concerned about Floridians' privacy. We do not believe that employers should be collecting extensive medical information about an employee. The measure also reinforces the state's Parents' Bill of Rights, which lets moms and dads decide if their kids will wear masks at school. Not one amendment offered by Democrats was approved. Erica Rodriguez, Miami. And lastly, the family of the Florida woman killed during a cross-country road trip with her boyfriend is hoping to help others. They are launching the Gabby Petito Foundation to support the search for missing people and aid organizations that assist domestic violence victims. Kevin Cash, who led the Tampa Bay Rays to a second consecutive division title this past season, captured the American League Manager of the Year Award yet again on Tuesday. Cash became the second man to win the Manager of the Year Award in back-to-back years. The other was Hall of Famer Bobby Cox, who took National League honors while presiding over the Atlanta Braves in 2004 and 2005. News time 627. We'll have weather and traffic together next. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. 628 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside? Well, Evan, it's looking like a good ride during this Wednesday morning. Major highways right here, everything up to speed. US 1 moving right along. Things are looking good if you're heading out. And that's your latest look at traffic. It's 73 in Stewart this morning. And in Peterborough, England, it's 50. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the mid to upper 60s, so definitely not as chilly as the last couple of mornings. Partly cloudy skies to start off the day, then plenty of sunshine this afternoon with highs in the low 80s and a slim chance for an isolated shower. Tomorrow, increasing clouds with a 70% chance for afternoon to evening showers and storms as a front approaches. Highs in the low 80s. Friday through the weekend, warm and muggy with highs in the upper 70s to low 80s. Scattered showers and storms possible. Our next cold front sweeping in by Tuesday. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. has taught you many lessons. Like, all you can eat is strangely unsatisfying. That's why it's better to have what you actually need. You've also learned that one size fits all never seems to fit. That's why a Cigna Medicare Advantage plan gives you care that fits your specific health needs. Learn more at CignaMedicare.com because life has taught you well. 
Cigna is contracted with Medicare for P2P plans, HMO, and PPO plans in select states and with select state Medicaid programs. Enrollment in Cigna depends on contract renewal. If you need a new roof, you want a reputable, reliable roofing company to install your new roof. Brilliant Roofing has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. We've been in business for over 15 years, and we're local to the Treasure Coast. We are quick, on time, and never leave your place a mess. All materials we use are top quality and made in the USA. We are trained, certified experts. Give Brilliant Roofing a call today for a free estimate. 772-485-0260. That's 772-485-0260. For more than 30 years, European Kitchen and Bath has been providing the highest quality kitchen and bath products to their customers on the Treasure Coast. Designer fixtures and quality products at affordable prices. So whatever you need, a new sink and faucet to upgrade your current kitchen or bath, or if you're planning a full 100% makeover, European Kitchen and Bath will help you from start to finish. European Kitchen and Bath, serving the entire Treasure Coast. Visit their website, europeansync.com. Hey, parents, keep your children active this season by training with the pros. The Miami Dolphins are hosting the Junior Dolphins Football and Dance Clinics presented by FAIR throughout Miami-Dade, with winter clinics starting November 26th and December 20th. Football clinics are taught by Junior Dolphins coaches, and dance classes are led by the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. These half-day sessions are available for boys and girls ages 4 to 14. Space is limited. Visit JuniorDolphins.com slash camps to secure your spot today. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. It is 632 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for viral videos. So there's a TikTok user by the name of Jax, J-A-X, whose video has gone viral. Uh, it's, it's a video of herself reading an ex-boyfriend's lame apology text. Now, while her friend is playing the sad violin in the background. <laughs> she provided the music. <laughs> yes, the boyfriend is sorry for technically hooking up with her roommate. Oh, he's, is he really that sorry? Does he seem yeah. very sincere? Yeah, that's not who he is. And it only happened because things have been going wrong in his life he even loves her more than emily the roommate so let's listen to this wonderful narration i know you're probably never going to forgive me for what happened but i wanted a chance to explain i know it wasn't right that i technically hooked up with your roommate but i've been going through a lot and that's not who i am I've been failing most of my classes. And you know I just got fired. So I would really appreciate if you showed me some sort of sympathy and stopped making me feel like a villain. Plus, you've been really busy at work, and I've been feeling really alone. I was just really missing you, and it was a one-time mistake. I love you so much more than Emily. What am I supposed to tell my family? I'm sorry, okay? Now everybody... Also, did you change the Netflix password? 
<laughs> Everybody's wondering just how hot is this Emily, the roommate now? Well, is that what some of the guys might be thinking? Here's the thing: but how the, hot was Emily? The girl that's playing the violin, uh, Lindsay Sterling, she apparently does uh, music videos. Oh, and yeah. And there's a music video that they had me click of Lindsay Sterling, and this video has 322 million views. Million. Wow. This is Lindsay Sterling. Sounds like the Hatfield and McCoy's music. Yeah. Like I should be watching the series right now. This is her playing the violin in this video. It's called Round Table Rival by Lindsey Sterling. It looks like something right out of the Hatfield and McCoy's, yeah. too. And you know what? I like this video because I, I like that music. I kind Three, of enjoy the music. 322,183,746 views. And I'm going to be another one. What, what is the name of that video, Evan? Round Table Rival. Round Table Rival. Yes. Thank Here's a little so more much. of it. Round Table Rival. And the artist is Lindsay Sterling. I'm going to go back and actually take a look at that later. You have to go on YouTube. And enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm, like, always on YouTube. We, mm-hmm. Gary and I, we're just, like, uh, we're so into YouTube uh, and videos lately. 322 million, million views. views though. Bonnie, do you have any insane idea... How many views that is to have that on YouTube? Yeah, that's uh, simply amazing. And this uh, Lindsay Sterling, yeah. why, why haven't I heard of her before? I don't know, I, but she's phenomenal. I guess we're going to be hearing more of her now. Yeah. And, uh, um, I she found, was, uh, actually, that was the fiddle, right? Was yeah. she playing the violin playing in the, the violin, first the fiddle, one and, yeah. and, and the fiddle? And, mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Very amazing. nice. Um, I found another video. It's it's going back a few weeks from Halloween. Um the video is now making the rounds, and it's it's very relatable. A girl and her brother film themselves predicting what the mom is going to say when mom finds out what they spent on bags of candy. How much did they spend, Evan? They well, they nailed it in the video because then they show mom, and they it it literally. They mom is crushed it. by the sale. <laughs> Listen. Okay, so we just bought Halloween candy from Target, and it came out to $40. 40 bucks. So we're going to predict my mom's reaction when we tell her it was $40. I think she's going to be like, $40? <laughs> or she'll like put her hand on her head, and she'll be like, you should, what did you go ahead? You couldn't have gotten any lower? You couldn't have gotten any cheaper? <laughs> oh, oh, God. Bye. How many did you get? Uh, Hannah, where's the receipt? It's in there. It's $40. It's forty dollars. <laughs> there, you, they nailed it. Mom sounds a little bit more angry than I was anticipating. Yeah, forty dollars. They nailed it. Mom's probably saying there better be some full-size Hershey candy bars. Something. In, something good in this sale. Something of that sort. Forty dollars. <laughs> of course, that wouldn't be surprising now. Like I mentioned earlier, grocery shopping yesterday. Mm-hmm. So many things have gone up. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I had to get the kids those uh, drumsticks, those ice cream drumsticks. Oh, we talked about that before. And I'm not going to get the off-brand because <laughs> I had some of those. The off-brand doesn't even taste like real ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know, I, but, so I have to get the brand name. I can't remember it, but they're like at 7 or $8 a box. Are they really that for expensive? Like, for like eight of them. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, that's redonkulous. Things have gotten pricey. Um, I came across a list I thought you'd be interested in. It's the top five signs that people need to clean out their refrigerator. Now, with Thanksgiving coming about, you want to clean out the fridge to make sure you have room to put your bird in there. I just cleaned mine out <clears> yesterday. <throat> yeah. Oh, I feel so glorified. You did the smart thing. Yes, uh, so here they are, the top five signs you need to clean out your refrigerator. Coming in at number five, that yogurt that's in there, well, they quit making that three years ago. <laughs> the yogurt's even out of style. Yeah. Uh, coming in at number four, there are vultures <gasps> circling over the roof of your home where your refrigerator is. Trying to get in the doorway, I'm mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> Every time you open the door, a vulture flies in. There you go. Coming in at number three, The expiration date of the milk was the year that you graduated from high school. (laughs) That's just nasty. Could you imagine what that would be like? It would be like paste. Yeah. Paste. There'd probably be a little bit of green in there. Yeah. It wouldn't look white and milky anymore. Green and pasty and coming in at number two, the Limburger cheese smells better than anything else in the entire refrigerator. <laughs> My yeah. mom and dad used to buy this uh, stinky cheese. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. Did you ever hear of that? Stinky but cheese? But they called it stinky cheese. No, never have. Yeah, and it, it was a, maybe it's a Wisconsin thing. But, yeah, you buy it. I don't know why they were purchasing it, but mm-hmm. the cheese was really, really stinky. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, coming in at number one, a new life force is coming out of the moldy head of lettuce. <laughs> yes. Like a some kind of a, a superhero coming yes, out of there. Exactly. Now, um, uh, I forgot to get rid of this one. I know I read that one the other day, uh, so I'm going to get rid of that. So um, after you uh, eat, of course, you're going to stuff yourself. Everybody's going to have lots of food and then... Of course, gym memberships are going to go up. Yeah, people are going to get memberships. I bet they're happy at the gym this time of year. When yeah, yeah. So I have the top five signs that you need some exercise after you eat all that turkey. Yeah, because I hear the average person is going to gain at least eight more pounds this holiday Mm -hmm. season. Yep. And many don't seem to care. Nope, they don't. They don't give. Just, uh, they just don't care. Going to sit back, enjoy it, and then and That's then right. take care of taking off the weight later. That's right. So here are the top five signs that you need to exercise after Thanksgiving. Coming in at number five, you get in your car and you drive your car from the garage to the driveway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 the garage yeah. to the driveway. You know, I find it fascinating, too, like... Um, even when you go maybe shopping and, you know, you've got to go to two stores in that same plaza, mm-hmm. you could easily walk to that other store. But, yeah. no, you got to drive. You got to drive your car up to the nearest And how about slot. when they're next door to each other? Yeah, right That's next even door. That's even worse. And, the, and, and then you still try to drive your car up to yes. the nearest opening. Yeah. So that's number five. You drive your car from the garage to the driveway. <laughs> Coming in at number four. As you're pouring a bowl of cereal, it makes you sweat profusely. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Makes you sweat profusely. And also while you're, um, you know, being that armchair quarterback and, and mm-hmm. drink, taking a swig of your beer. Yeah. That's making you sweat, too. Exactly. Coming in at number three, you actually pull a muscle in your side as you're blowing your nose. Oh, God. Good gosh. I, you know, I think I've done that before. <laughs> I, I've, I've actually done that I've done before. done that a time or two. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, ouch. Or you bend the wrong way and you get a pain like right oh, yeah. under the breastbone area. Oh, yeah. That little ping. Yes. Like you, yeah. You feel like you're having a, you wonder if you're having a hernia or mm-hmm. some sort mm-hmm. of thing. Coming in at number two. When you're doing crossword puzzles, you consider those exercising. Well, it is exercise for mm-hmm. your brain. Mm-hmm. So you're, you know, that that is in a sense exercise. And uh, coming in at number one, the number one sign that you need exercise after eating all that turkey, as you're changing channels on the remote control, you become out of breath. Uh, yep. Out <laughs> of breath. Out of breath. Oh, Evan, we had a viral videos on earlier. A fascinating thing that I saw. I think it's a Guinness Book of World Records Day, too, today. Mm-hmm. And there's a man that broke some sort of record. Anyway, I saw him walking on his hands. He looks very, very strong. Mm-hmm. Now, not only was he walking on his hands, which I think is a hard thing to do, mm-hmm. but he was also pulling a car. Really? So there, while he's walking on his hands, there's like a rope tied to him. He's walking on his hands, pulling a vehicle. Have you ever tried doing a hand stand or a head stand? Yeah. How did you do? Um, did you were head, you able to do it? Headstands were always very easy for That's me. That's got to be hard though, unless you put a pillow down first. But I because if you try to do it on the on the solid ground, yeah, that would flatten your head out. I haven't done too many. Uh, handstands either but i i have done cartwheels i can at least do a cartwheel okay you know or i did many of them when i was a kid now do you get your legs straight up in the air when you do a cartwheel or are you kind of like in an l shape when you do it? probably an l shape now yeah. i used to be able to make yeah, it same here. straighter same here yeah uh, this body does not bend like uh, it used to. No, sorry. Yeah. And I haven't done a head hands, headstand in so long. I don't mm-hmm. know how hard my head, my noggin is anymore. If I oh. if I can hold, if my my neck muscles are strong enough to hold the rest of my body up because I've Jeez. gained weight throughout the years. Wow, um, uh, that that just uh, I, I remember one time that. Uh, um, you were doing, uh, you were uh, hitting your mouse, <laughs> oh, yeah, was... hitting the mouse, and and you said this. Oh, Eagle. my noggin! <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> I remember that one very well. Oh my gosh! <laughs> that was um, that was a day that I will definitely never ever. I still have that video on my phone. Oh right! I right. saved it because it was so. F- I'm not making fun, but it was just so funny. It was a great moment that we did, <laughs> and I don't know what prompted. Crazy. What okay. prompted there was, that? Uh, actually, it was another record. There was a guy that had a Guinness World Book of Records. He was like out in India or somewhere. Right. And he was um, hitting his head on several walnuts and i think cracking them open (laughs) yikes and seeing like how many he could do so i thought i'd just be silly on the air here and try to copy it and i think i was hitting my head on my mouse or something do i still have it let me i'm looking oh yeah here it is that was a long time ago right right there oh my gosh was ray or no was phil with with us in the studio no there it is right oh, there. Oh, look at silly me. No, you were you're laying out you're <laughs> explaining everything. You're standing up and then yeah. all of a sudden 
There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was just great radio. I mean, it was, it was, but it was fun. It was fun. We do a lot of fun stuff Gosh, here. We I don't keep think it I, light. I don't think I cracked the mouse open though, like the gentleman in India cracked the walnuts open. No. That guy in India, man, the guy that did the walnuts, oh, man, wow, he had a hard noggin. Yeah, he should go and uh, join the woodpeckers because his, his noggin was going as fast as like a Oof. a woodpecker I've seen pecking at wood. Yeah. <laughs> How much wood can a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck wood can chuck, chuck wood. wood? Yeah, here you go. Lo- I, you know, I think that's my favorite tongue twister. I like that right one. There. I like that one too. It's it's my favorite because it's the easiest for me to do. Too. There you go. I can. She sells seashells by the seashore. Sally sells seashells by the seashore. Oh, you can uh, you can put out that one very yeah, easy. That wasn't too hard. That, that wasn't too bad. Yeah. Now do it ten times fast. No, thank you very much. Not going to happen this morning. 646 News Time brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. Where will Lake Okeechobee water be released for the next decade or more? WPTV's Megan McRoberts breaks it down for Martin County. When toxic blue-green algae blooms plagued the St. Lucie River, summer after summer blamed largely on Lake Okeechobee releases. Communities around Lake Okeechobee and the Army Corps knew something had to change. We need not one drop. And we've been fighting long, long, long time here for zero, stop the discharges, no lake water. Mike Connor is the executive director of the Indian River Keeper. He played a part in giving input to the Army Corps' new plan called LOSUM. He hoped the plan would finally end LACO releases to the St. Lucie. We didn't get that wish today. Instead, it does decrease releases by about 35%, but that's down from initial projections that releases could be cut by more than 60%. We're hoping for upwards of 60 or more. We didn't get that wish. Connor says while it is still a decrease, it's hard to say whether it will help the St. Lucie estuary become more healthy. We're walking towards this finish line when we really should be going at a full sprint. Reynaldo Diaz, the Lake Worth waterkeeper, had the same reaction, wanting minimal water sent to the east. The plan does help the Caloosahatchee River to the west better manage its water needs during the dry season, and it will send significantly more water to the south for agricultural use and water supply. The Corps also had to balance navigation needs, recreation needs, and flood control. The end product wasn't as good as we needed it to be. The plan will also hold Lake Okeechobee on average about six inches higher. Congressman Brian Mass released a statement disappointed the final plan did not maximize the reduction in releases to the St. Lucie, saying, quote, this plan still has the potential to send unacceptable volumes of toxic water from Lake Okeechobee into the St. Lucie and Caloosahatchee. Environmentalists on the east coast of the state still plan to ask the Corps to make final tweaks until the plan goes into effect next year. Megan McRoberts, WPTV, News Channel 5. Community concerns over what's in the shelves at some school libraries have led to the temporary removal of a handful of books in Indian River County, and one book was permanently removed. WPTV's John Shaman has more. Jennifer Pippen recently heard a mom in Pennsylvania read aloud a passage from the book All Boys Aren't Blue at a school board meeting, and it got her attention. I said, we need to look and see if these books are in our school district. The book's author, an LGBTQ activist, describes discovering his sexual identity as an adolescent. His story received many accolades upon its release last year, but Pippin was dismayed to discover it was in a high school library in Indian River County. One of many books, she says, is in violation of the state's pornography statutes. We found these books that have, you know, incest, pedophilia, 
um, sexually explicit pictures, sexually explicit text. Her group, Moms for Liberty, brought a list of library books to the attention of the school district. We're not burning books. We're following the state statutes that were written to protect children. Uh, some of the content that's been in our media uh, centers. In a recent Facebook post, school superintendent Dr. David Moore said all of those books have been removed from circulation while a formal review is being done. All Boys Aren't Blue was removed permanently. This organization doesn't get to tell me that what my kids should be reading. They don't speak for me. Community activist Michael Marsh says everyone can agree there shouldn't be pornography in schools, but some of the books in question aren't new. Why are there a problem now? When did these books enter the school district? So you got to look that these books didn't come in yesterday. These books have been here, but now all of a sudden, ooh, books scary. Pippin says she has two teens in the school system and adds her kids have not been exposed to anything inappropriate at school. She hopes it stays that way. If adults want their children to read this, they can order them from Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Um, I know that they're in the public library, a lot of these titles. We brought it to the attention of the superintendent, the school district, and they're taking care of it. So at what point is enough enough? A district spokeswoman says the removed book had never been checked out from Vero Beach High School. No word on when the fates of those other books will be decided, but I'm told that before any would go back into circulation, they'd have to be approved by both the district media specialist and that school's principal. In Indian River County, John Shingman, WPTV, News Channel 5. Halfway through the special session of the Florida legislature, a key vote is expected today. The Republican-controlled state house is poised to give final approval to a bill that targets COVID-19 mandates by ensuring workers can receive exemptions from job vaccination requirements, offering them testing and PPE use options, and banning government employees from requiring inoculations. Sponsor Aaron Grawl is concerned about Floridians' privacy. We do not believe that employers should be collecting extensive medical information about an employee. The measure also reinforces the state's Parents' Bill of Rights, which lets moms and dads decide if their kids will wear masks at school. Not one amendment offered by Democrats was approved. Erica Rodriguez, Miami. The family of the Florida woman killed during a cross-country road trip with her boyfriend is hoping to help others. They're launching the Gabby Petito Foundation to support the search for missing people and aid organizations that assist domestic violence victims. Well, it looks like tourism is making a comeback in the Sunshine State. Visit Florida says there were over 32.5 million U.S. travelers coming to the state during the third quarter, slightly more than the third quarter of 2019 before the pandemic. Our news time is 6.52. This news is brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. There's growing optimism that L.A. Lakers star LeBron James, who has been out two weeks with an abdominal strain, could make his return against the Boston Celtics on Friday. James has been making good progress, and Friday's meeting with the Celtics, starting at 7.30 p.m., looms as a target for him to rejoin the Lakers lineup. The Lakers are 8-7 and seven and lost 121-103 on Monday to the Chicago Bulls at Staples Center. News time 6.53 with weather and traffic together coming up.
time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, we're not seeing any accidents to report for now. Uh, US-1 looking good here. For Martin and St. Lucie County, the main highways are nice and clear with everything nicely up to speed. And there's your latest look at traffic. 66 under a clear sky this morning in Port St. Lucie. And in Santa Cruz, California, it's a cool 50. Here's our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the mid to upper 60s, so definitely not as chilly as the last couple of mornings. Partly cloudy skies to start off the day, then plenty of sunshine this afternoon with highs in the low 80s and a slim chance for an isolated shower. Tomorrow, increasing clouds with a 70% chance for afternoon to evening showers and storms as a front approaches, highs in the low 80s. Friday through the weekend, warm and muggy with highs in the upper 70s to low 80s. Scattered showers and storms possible. Our next cold front sweeping in by Tuesday. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220 220- So, have you heard this one? A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. (laughs) Really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9. Here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU. Let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 6.57 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. And uh, Bonnie, uh, earlier uh, this morning when I got up, I was tinkering with my Alexa. And I asked Alexa to tell me some farm jokes. Farm jokes. Okay. And I recorded it, so I wanted to play it for you. All right. Okay, here it is. What would you get after crossing a robot with a tractor? A transformer. 
Where does the farmer take his stallions when they are sick? To the hospital. Uh, the hospital. What do you call a happy farmer? A jolly rancher. <laughs> and why do cows have hooves instead of feet? Because they lactose. Lactose. <laughs> happy National Farm Joke Day. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Those are uh, seriously some funny ones. Yeah. I think the hospital was my favorite. The hospital? I thought you'd like that. I thought you'd like that. Very that's, cute. That's what I do at 4.30 in the morning. I just play with Alexa. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, coming up a little bit uh, later on this morning, we are going to be uh, speaking with, let me see, today is Wednesday. Hopefully, Taryn Christ is going to be there. I'm sure she's going to be here today, I yes. I hope so. I actually ran into Taryn uh, last week. Did you? Yeah. And she said, oh, I'm, I'm sorry that I, no, no, you know what? I think she was trying to get a hold of us, and for some reason, the phone system wasn't coming through. Really? So, yeah. So, we did Because I tried calling her. I know. We did have Taryn there trying, mm-hmm. and... Um, for some reason, maybe we d- didn't see the call or some sort of thing. But I'm th- I'm thinking I'm considering she'll definitely be calling today. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, I yes. need I need my Taryn Krista fix. We need to find out what's uh, brewing in Martin County. Yeah, because we missed it last week. We definitely did, and oh. we need to know. Martin County needs to know we all tried the to things get a that hold, are happening. We tried to get a hold of Martha Ann too last week, didn't we? She didn't answer either. Our nice lady, everybody Martha was, Ann. Canis. Everybody was MIA. You know. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of MIA, we're going to go MIA for about six or seven minutes, and then we'll be back on the flip side of things right after the news right here at WSTU Stewart. Martin County's Heritage Station, the news is up next. Enjoy the band. Senator, I uh, respectfully disagree with um, 
your use of uh, the term cages. The secretary called on Congress to fix what he called a fundamentally broken immigration system. Day two of deliberations in the Kyle Rittenhouse murder trial, the jury comprised of five men and seven women, worked for nearly eight hours yesterday outside the courthouse in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Loud demonstrations for and against Rittenhouse. Those protests could be heard inside. America's listening to Fox News. Big news from Simply Safe Home Security. Okay, okay. Actually, I think the horns are too much. Yeah, that's better. Big news. The new wireless outdoor security camera is here. Yes, Simply Safe's award-winning home security just got even better, taking whole home protection to a whole new level. Okay, I'm I'm missing the horns. Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera with 50% off a new system this week. Visit simplysafe.com. Dell Technologies' biggest business sale of the year has arrived. Step up your vision with Top Tech up to 50% off during their Black Friday event. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Plus, get incredible savings on Windows 11 PCs, along with servers, monitors, and docks, all with free shipping. There's also special financing with Dell Business Credit. Get started by contacting your Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. More evidence that parents who speak up at school board meetings could get flagged by the FBI. Republicans on the House Judiciary Committee say an email by an FBI whistleblower demonstrates that the FBI crafted a system to track threats against school board officials and administrators. Republicans say Attorney General Merrick Garland didn't tell the truth when asked about this at a recent House hearing. Fox's Chad Pergram, the Attorney General, testified that the DOJ supports the First Amendment rights of parents. Two razor-thin races in Virginia are heading for recounts. Two incumbent Democrats in the House of Delegates who trail Republican challengers are requesting the recounts. Until the elections are settled, control of the House is in limbo. In the coming days, all adults could be eligible for a COVID-19 booster shot. A CDC advisory panel plans to take up the issue Friday. Current federal guidelines recommend COVID boosters for the elderly or people at high risk for complications or exposure. But at least five states in New York City are already expanding access to all adults. Here's New York Health Commissioner Dr. David Choksi. Clinicians should allow adult patients to determine their own risk of exposure based on their individual circumstances. In practice, this means that providers should not turn a patient away if they request a booster. The only requirements are that patients must be 18 or older and receive their booster at least six months since a Moderna or Pfizer dose or two months after the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Fox's Jonathan Sari. Starting next week, masks will no longer be mandated in many indoor spaces in Washington, D.C., but the White House isn't one of them. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is relaxing the requirement, but the White House says it will continue following CDC guidance. I'm Pam Puso, and this is Fox News. 
Give hope to homeless and abused animals this holiday season. Support the Humane Society of the Treasure Coast on November 30th for Giving Tuesday. Your support of our local Humane Society on Giving Tuesday will help meet the most pressing needs of homeless and abandoned animals in our community and help spread the love to animals throughout the holiday season. Thanks to the Katzman Foundation, every gift on Giving Tuesday will be matched dollar for dollar up to $20,000. Learn more on the Humane Society's website at hstc1.org. Hi, this is Denny Artachi, your host. When is the last time you did a checkup for your retirement plans? Are you getting enough income? How about minimizing taxes? And what's the plan in case you get sick? When is the last time you looked at your life insurance? You might be able to get better coverage with more benefits. So give me a call, 561-537-5897. That's 561-537-5897. Advisory services offered through Blackridge Asset Management, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Beat Ridge Brokerage Services, LLC. Blackridge Asset Management is a separate and independent entity from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Women's basketball team will continue the Indian River State College tradition of champions as we head into the 2021-22 season. Hi, my name is Anaya Jenkins, and I'm a 614 for your pioneers. We play an 18-game non-conference schedule before beginning our Southern Conference play in January. My teammates and I excel both on the court and in the classroom as we continue the tradition of champions here at IRC. Go River! Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much. It's Wednesday, which means it's hump day. Can we all please get back to work? Yeah, we can get back to work, sure. Radio people are the coolest. That's right. We are cool. What time is it now? Well, the time is officially 7.07. Mr. Clock, would you please certify the time, if you would? It's now 7.07 a.m. 7.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's the hump day edition. It's Wednesday, November the 17th. And we are just eight days away from Thanksgiving. And we will be here on Thanksgiving. And, Bonnie, I have a surprise for you. We're going to have a special guest with us next Wednesday. On Thanksgiving Day or the day before the Thanksgiving? The day before, we're going to have a special guest in studio. Oh, is it our lady, uh, Linda Salisbury, nope. our plant lady? Nope. Not going to tell you. Okay. Uh, maybe Vanilla you. Ice. We were talking about one Vanilla Ice Never earlier. Know. Somebody's going to walk through the door Wednesday morning, and you'll you'll be surprised. Maybe it's Phil. You never know. Hey, you know that lady in that uh, promo you played just now? Mm-hmm. Radio people are awesome. Was mm-hmm. that our friend Megan McRoberts? No. From our news affiliate? No. You mean this one right here? Radio people are the coolest. No, that's, that's not Megan. I, I could have I sworn she was with us. Live no. at one time, too, and, and she said that sort of thing. So I, I thought that was her. No, I, in fact, I saw Megan over the weekend at the air show. I did, too. And I told her, I'm like, we are still using your soundbite on the radio. And did, she goes, you're yes. kidding me. Did you see John Shaman? I did. Yeah, John Shaman You can't miss him her. because of his hairline in the back. He has the straightest hairline of all <laughs> broadcasters I've ever seen. Oh, John Shaman is so cool. Yes. Yeah. 
the both of them are very, very nice. And very they were nice hanging people. out together by their uh, WPTV news helicopter, mm-hmm. which um, I thought was pretty impressive. Yep, they were hanging out there. Yeah. Definitely so. Let's uh, get some uh, birthdays and anniversaries on. News on the radio. If today's your birthday, November 17th, uh, 2021, or whatever year you were born, we say happy birthday to you. Bonnie, what do you got for me this morning? Um, no birthdays to send. No, no? messages. Yep. Okay. If just wow. happy birthday if you're celebrating. That's unusual. Usually you have somebody. Some, sometimes. Um, I don't know of anybody celebrating today, however. Okay. Isaac Hansen is 41 years old today. That's the eldest Hansen from the Hansen Brothers. 41? Yeah, their biggest and only hit. <laughs> Emba. Uh-huh. That was it. Yeah. They were a one-hit wonder. Little blonde-haired boys, right? From, yeah. uh I think they were from California. Little blonde-haired boys are not little blonde-haired boys no more. They're 41 years old. Oh, I got to look. What's his name? Isaac Hansen? Isaac Hansen. There's what he looks like. There's I got to see this. There you go. That's him right there. Handsome. Yeah. And his hair got darker and sharper. Yes. They're not blondes anymore. He's looking more like uh, somebody who could play James Bond mm-hmm. uh, rather than um, remembering him from that boy group a long yep. time ago. Yep. Wow, has he matured? Yeah, they've all matured. Yeah. Just like NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys in O-Town. They've all matured. And, and, and new kids on the block. Oh, you know what's really cool? I'm still cool? a boy band nerd. Speaking of the boy bands, I heard the coolest thing with... Um, Cliff Desmond Mm -hmm. and the Swap Shop show the other day. Mm -hmm. There was a lady that called in and she was selling a Justin Timberlake doll. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Really? Yeah, it it was. And she said she was selling it for like $5. She really wanted a a Justin Timberlake fan to get the hands on this doll. I I almost kind of wanted it. You know, I almost wanted to call her and say, you know, I'll take it. But I thought, well, you know, I did like Justin Timberlake in the past, but there there are probably bigger fans out there than me of wow. him. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a gnat flying around here that's bothering the bejesus out of me, and I'm going to kill this thing. Does that gnat have a face? Is there, like, a little face on the gnat? No, I don't know. <laughs> if I get a microscope, I'll look. I hate that. Yeah. Uh, Tom it's, Ellis yeah. is 43. That's Lucifer. Uh, Rachel McAdams is 43 also. That's Allie in The Notebook, Claire in The Wedding Crashers, Regina in Mean Girls, and Irene Adler in Sherlock Holmes movies. Oh, yeah. She's played a lot of roles. Yes. A lot of diverse roles. Just give her butter for her roles, and she'll be all good to go. Rachel McAdams is her name? Yes, Rachel McAdams. you know who I'm getting her confused with is uh, Amy Adams Mm. is another really good actress. But this one's Rachel McAdams. Yes. i got to look her up. Rachel McAdams. Diane Neal is 46. That's Casey Novak on Law & Order SVU. Dave Ramsey, 50 years old today. John Diggle on Arrow. Not to be confused with Dave Ramsey that does the radio programs. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. I almost got him confused, too. With, I thought of Chef Ramsey mm-hmm. right away. Ronnie DeVoe is 54. That's the new edition. And Bell Biv DeVoe, new edition hits included Cool It Now, Mr. Telephone Man. Oh, yeah, I remember Cool It Now. Yep, Do Me and Poison. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daisy Fuentes from MTV, the first Latin VJ, is 55 years old today. Pretty girl. Yeah. She was a really pretty VJ back in the day. Yep. Uh, RuPaul. Mr. Drag Queen himself, 61. Yeah. You gotta work. Mm-hmm. You gotta work. Mm-hmm. I remember that song. That was mm-hmm. a good tune. 
Uh, Stephanie Root, 70 years old today. That's the brilliant character actress or actor, Hawthorne Abinson. Uh, Howard Dean is 73. Danny DeVito, 77 years old today. Oh, he is. Yeah, little Danny DeVito. Yeah, he's married to, um, who is it from uh, Cheers? The Mm -hmm. uh, little uh, barmaid from Cheers. Mm -hmm. How about this name? Here's a throwback. Gordon Lightfoot. Sundown, you better be. He passed away, didn't he? No, he's 83. I, I thought Gordon Lightfoot no, passed away for some reason. He's 83 years old. It's, uh, it's not in parentheses. That means he's alive. 83. Yeah. I saw him some years ago down in Boca Raton. Yeah. Two and folks. Go ahead. We were, could you believe, like, it was like this is an outside concert, Evan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm with my crowd. We were getting, maybe we're kind of loud, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's outside in the first place, and can you believe we got a shh, shh, shh really? from somebody in the audience? Oh, jeez. Tell, tell them to go shush themselves. I'm trying to hear Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah, right. Uh, Tom Terrific, Tom Seaver, pitcher from the New York Mets, number 41, passed away in 2020, celebrating a birthday in the heavens, and the one and only Rock Hudson. Rock Hudson passed away in 1985. He's also celebrating a birthday. Mm. Hi, good morning. You're on the radio. Good morning. Hey, good morning there, sunshine. How, wow, I haven't heard from you in a while on the radio. Yeah. It's been like weeks. I know. That's because I haven't been out of bed until like 7.15 and literally out the door at 7.45. Oh. One, of my, one of our listeners that was yeah. at the air show had brought that up to me also. They said, where's your wife been? We haven't heard her on the radio lately. Wow. Yeah, so see, people do listen. Okay, well, hi, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what's on the plate uh, for uh, school? You guys are doing your big Thanksgiving feast today, right? No, we're actually doing our Thanksgiving feast tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow, a week early. But, right, well, because there's no school next week. You're off the whole week? No, I have to go work at our other school and train staff. Thank oh, God. Man. Usually okay. the kids are off for, we used to have one entire week off Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, we have. they have an entire week off. But um, I'm going to our preschool, myself and another teacher, to train some staff. Torture. Mm. Yeah. Still have you working. Um, and then Torture. There will, there will be some staff here, but um, we're running on limited capacity because we're doing camp, but there's only so many for camp, so... We're going to, um, so we're having our staff Thanksgiving lunch in tomorrow. Oh, okay. But I signed, so I didn't have to cook, signed up to bring drinks. Yeah, she did, she did it the smart way. We did a, we have a holiday thing going on too where I work on December 2nd it is. Mm-hmm. But like, I, we come to work later in the day. I work like 4 to 10 for mm-hmm. this like potluck we're having. Okay. So I thought of something perfect to bring. I just okay. put, I'm going to. Bring delicious, delicious chocolates and peppermint bark. Wow. So, because, you know, you're coming late in the night, and yeah. who doesn't like chocolate? True. They go so fast. I so just they came up with a great, enjoy the next I day. just came up with a great idea for yeah. us, for you and me both. Mm-hmm. Since we're both here next Thursday on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. you know where I'm going. N- I, we're I, not, I, you, no, I'm not going to bring turkey no, in. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to get enough of that. No, <laughs> no. Gary's off, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And my wife is off. He'll be sleeping in. My wife is off. So I am off. Why don't we bring our spouses in on Thanksgiving and they they come join us for the Thanksgiving Day edition of the program? I gotta see how he feels about that one. Rachel, would you get up early and come in next Thursday? With coffee. 
Okay, deal. Wow. Okay, there well, you go. Well, we'd be glad to have you, Rachel. Um, All right. Now but we just got to get Gary in here. I don't know what he's going to say. I'll have. I'll ask him. All right. Yeah. Invite in, Gary to come in next Thursday. In good faith, I'll ask him. Yeah, ask him. We'll bring. Uh, no. Yeah. No. We do a Thanksgiving one, and then we do another one at Christmas. Oh. So we okay. have two different luncheons, and I sign up for drinks for both of them. <laughs> Smart girl. <laughs> yeah. It's my girl. Just bring the sodas in, right? That's it. Just buy the soda. <laughs> for, yeah. We've all, we've got sixteen staff at this school. But because we're so di- – I try to buy a variety of stuff, and, oh, my gosh, does that add up. <laughs> yeah, hello. There goes your Christmas bonus. With all these um, holiday eatings and your eating at work, just think – it's no wonder people are going to be gaining the pounds mm-hmm. over the holidays. Yeah. Average eight pounds that all we're going to be gaining. All that weight I lost is going to be coming back on <gasps> Oh, again. say it isn't so. Yeah, please. Don't you gotta go you got to go in proportion. I know. Keep it in proportion. I know. Hey, listen, I thought about something real quick, Rachel, and I'll let you go so I can finish what we're doing here. Um, I'm going to go out and try to find a really small turkey, and maybe we'll cook a real small turkey for uh, Thanksgiving. How's that? Okay. Well, we got to get a ham, too, for Gavin. <sighs> I'll buy a couple of slices of ham and put it in the oven. He won't know any difference. <laughs> get some deli well, sliced ham. we just ham. get the same ham, the ham steak like we've gotten before. All right. That'll work. Done. Okay. Have a great day at work. Enjoy your, your pre-Thanksgiving feast, whatever it is you're doing. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Isn't uh, it hard when you just got to satisfy everyone? I know. That's like what I got to do for the kids on Saturday. I know. It's crazy. This kid likes this. This kid likes that. What do they think it is? Burger King? Have it your way? Yeah. You take it my way or no way. That's right. That's the way I do things. Uh, it's National Testosterone Awareness Day. Feel alive with elevated testosterone levels. That's for all the guys. It's National Unfriend Day. National Unfriend Day. This is a day where you go through your Facebook page. That's just ridiculous, well, right? Do people well, really take yes, the time to do this? Yes, they do. People go through mm. their Facebook page. People need a life. <laughs> I'm serious. I can't believe, you know. And unfriend, unfriend people that you just simply don't communicate with anymore. Okay, here's an idea. It's going to be like a nice beach day, a nicer one here okay. than we've had. I think right. it's getting up to the low to mid-80s this afternoon. Okay. Don't unfriend anyone. Just unwind and go out to the beach today. All right, there That's you That's what go. I have to say. Blind Creek Beach. There you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's also World Prematurity Day. These little ones need loads of love. And support. So make sure and recognize preemie babies. Our child, uh, Gavin, was a preemie. A preemie, right? He was two pounds, 13 ounces, I want to say. Oh, man. Oh, you know, it is uh, Guinness World Records Day, too, today. It is. And when you're talking about the babies, here's a great one. Uh A baby born in Alabama on the 4th of July last year Uh is now a world record holder for most premature baby to survive. Really? His name is Curtis Means, and he was born almost five months premature. Mm -hmm. He was just over 21 weeks at birth, and a normal pregnancy is 40 weeks. So 21 weeks, imagine the lady was along, and along comes uh, little Curtis. Wow. So, so glad he made it. So I was going to, since we're talking about the premature thing, I thought I'd show you this. Let me find this real quick. And um, this is... Little Gavin, one hour old. Wow. Oh, Two pounds, tiny. 13 ounces. Is yeah, we cute, almost lost though? him. How cute he looks there. Yeah, we almost lost him. That's a scary thing. It's very, very scary. Yep. Extremely very scary. And then you have, was he like an incubator baby where he, he was, was in the incubator. Put in the little incubator? He was in there for gosh knows how long. Very, very, for, for a while. And then he finally, um, finally came home. And the first night he was home, 
poor kid got poked in the side like 27 <laughs> times by my wife. Oh, Just yes. making sure making he was still sure. alive. Yeah, I think I'm I like, would leave be doing... the kid alone. Let him sleep. I would be doing the same thing. Yeah. I'd that's that's really... a mother's instinction, of though. Of course. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that at all. So, yeah, like you mentioned, it's Guinness World Records Day. It's a great day to talk about. Set out and uh, get a, a world record. It's also National Education Support Professionals Day. So this is where you go out and you thank your teachers. All right. Yeah, definitely Uh so. National Hiking Day is today. Oh, yeah. Go on a a little nature hike. Yeah, you like doing things like that, don't you, I do. Especially usually when I've had dogs in the past. You know, I love taking the dogs on Mm -hmm. those uh, little nature hikes. Mm -hmm. It's also National Homemade Bread Day. So uh, go home and... uh, Bake a loaf of bread. Oh, I used yeah. to remember homemade that bread. fresh homemade bread that would come out of the oven Banana with bread. my mom, and then oh, the, it would we would glaze it with butter. It smelled so fresh, it tasted so good. You know, now I'm craving banana bread. As long as I can find banana bread without nuts. My mom used to make zucchini bread too. Oh, I, not, that's good. With zucchini, like right out of her garden. Uh huh. Man, was she a good cook and baker? Okay. I'm telling you, I missed her. Um, she would make canned peppers too. I sometimes I get the craving for these uh, sweet uh, peppers. She used to can them. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you, then you put them on, like on a cracker. You get the red and the green peppers. Man, was was she amazing? Mm. Just uh, just amazing. Yeah, really. Uh, banana <laughs> my, banana my bread's is, amazing. You're watering is, over there. My mouth is watering. Let me go get a paper towel because you're drooling on the <laughs> on the microphone right over there. Anyway, it's a 7.22 this morning, which means it's time to go to the news desk where Bonnie's going to be standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. As the special session continues, an anti-vaccine mandate rally in Tallahassee featured a former Orange County Fire Department battalion chief. Stephen Davis was fired for refusing to discipline firefighters for not getting vaccinated. I refuse to issue discipline that was wrong, that was unlawful. Davis and other speakers said they are not against getting vaccinated. They're opposed to vaccine mandates. A 14-year-old boy who went for a bicycle ride and didn't return home has been found dead. WPTV's Todd Wilson with a story. That's right. Tonight, so much attention remains on the Palm Beach Gardens Police Department. That's because many people are waiting to find out what happened to Ryan Rogers and why. Small paper lanterns are lined up. A community coming together, supporting each other through this tragedy. The sudden death of 14-year-old Ryan Rogers, the teen who went on a bike ride Monday evening but never returned home. I did hear about it last night when it first occurred, and I was following along on Facebook because I live in the community and I'm a member of the Facebook group. And then this morning there was, from what I heard, there was quite a large uh, group of people that came out to help look. And then when the, the bad news came. Ryan's mom wrote on Facebook that her son went for that ride Monday night. But it wasn't until Tuesday morning that his body was found near a central boulevard sidewalk not far from I-95. The Palm Beach Gardens Police Department says Ryan's bike was found nearby. The 14-year-old was a student at Dwyer High School, a community still trying to process the teen's sudden passing with so many questions unanswered. Ryan had a love for soccer, playing on youth teams just like Justin Mize's young son. He says he's praying for the family. It's devastating any time that a young child is is taken before their time. It's just awful. Those who knew Ryan say soccer fields were like a second home. 
The president of the Palm Beach Gardens Youth Athletic Association also spoke about the teen's impact on others. Brian had just started our refereeing program. He's a wonderful young man, a wonderful athlete. He will be dearly missed. Right now, the investigation into Ryan's death continues. In Palm Beach Gardens, Todd Wilson, WPTV, News Channel 5. A triple homicide is under investigation in Central Florida. Two men and a teenager were found dead yesterday morning during a well-being check at an apartment complex in Osceola County. Kevin Torres was arrested at a gas station after a standoff that lasted almost three hours. And Sheriff Marcos Lopez said there are no other suspects. No, for, for now, no. According to the witness, this is the person, and we're going to go talk to them and confirm. The sheriff said they're trying to determine how the victims were related and a possible motive. It looks like tourism is making a comeback in the Sunshine State. Visit Florida says there were over 32.5 million U.S. travelers coming to the state during the third quarter, slightly more than the third quarter of 2019 before the pandemic. If you've been using TikTok in the U.S. before October, you might be entitled to money from a $92 million class action lawsuit against the company. To file a claim, you can go to TikTokDataPrivacySettlement.com. According to court documents, TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, denied they illegally collected and used personal data from its users. You do not have to live in Illinois to claim your share of the settlement. But if you live in Illinois, you could claim up to six times more money. And lastly, if you stop at McDonald's for breakfast tomorrow and there's a massive line, this is why the Egg McMuffin turns 50 this year. And McDonald's is celebrating tomorrow by offering them for their original price of just 63 cents. You have to order through their app to get the deal, so it's also an attempt to boost their rewards program. If you just show up and order one, you'll pay the normal price, around 3 bucks for that Egg McMuffin. NCAA football, with just two weeks left in the regular season, there was very little change, at least at the top, in the third edition of the College Football Playoff Selection Committee's rankings, which were released on Tuesday. The top seven teams, Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Michigan, and Michigan State all won this past weekend, so their rankings remain unchanged from a week ago. Our news time is 727, and we'll have weather and traffic together next. So, have you heard this one? A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. <laughs> really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9, here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9, here on WSTU. <laughs> 728 right now in the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside? Well, way to the north of us, there is an accident. It's on the turnpike northbound at the Okeechobee exit, way up at uh, mile marker 1. 
92 on the turnpike. No lanes are blocked up that way from the accident. Back here in Martin County, it's a good-looking situation. We're not finding any accidents to report. you got to be there by 8. You should arrive on time. If you see something, say something. Let us know at 220-9788-220-WSTU. 73 degrees this morning in Stewart and in Santa Cruz, California, it's 50. Here's more on the weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the mid to upper 60s, so definitely not as chilly as the last couple of mornings. Partly cloudy skies to start off the day, then plenty of sunshine this afternoon with highs in the low 80s and a slim chance for an isolated shower. Tomorrow, increasing clouds with a 70% chance for afternoon to evening showers and storms as a front approaches. Highs in the low 80s. Friday through the weekend, warm and muggy with highs in the upper 70s to low 80s. Scattered showers and storms possible. Our next cold front sweeping in by Tuesday. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. has taught you many lessons. Like, all you can eat is strangely unsatisfying. That's why it's better to have what you actually need. You've also learned that one size fits all never seems to fit. That's why a Cigna Medicare Advantage plan gives you care that fits your specific health needs. Learn more at CignaMedicare.com. Because life has taught you well. Cigna is contracted with Medicare for PDP plans, HMO, and PPO plans in select states and with select state Medicaid programs. Enrollment in Cigna depends on contract renewal. Chabad Jewish Center invites you to join the community Hanukkah celebration and public menorah lighting joined by elected officials of Martin and St. Lucie. Sunday, November 28th, the 14th annual at Tradition Square in Port St. Lucie. And Sunday, December 5th, the 24th annual at Memorial Park, downtown Stewart, 3 p.m. Hanukkah guilt drop at Tradition and soul singer Tali Yes. Memorial Park, falafel, latkes, donuts, hot dogs, children's activities, bounce house, face painting, and more. Come celebrate as a community in unity. Admission is free. All are welcome. Happy Hanukkah. For more info, go to ChabadMSL.com or call 288-0606. If you need a new roof, you want a reputable, reliable roofing company to install your new roof. Brilliant Roofing has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. We've been in business for over 15 years, and we're local to the Treasure Coast. We are quick, on time, and never leave your place a mess. All materials we use are top quality and made in the USA. We are trained, certified experts. Give Brilliant Roofing a call today for a free estimate. 772-485-0260. That's 772-485-0260. Forbearances, working remotely, internet shopping, retail space and rental income have been hit hard by COVID. If you're looking to restructure your debt, obtain financing or equity, Commercial Mortgage can help you out. Tim Mullen at Commercial Mortgage has been providing debt restructuring services since 2003. Tim never charges front fee and all consultations are free. Tim only gets paid if he provides you a debt workout. Looking for a debt solution or financing? Give Tim a call at 772-872-6099 or visit commercialmortgagellc.com to schedule your free consultation. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email. WSTUmorningshow at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. This is not headline news. Kanye West predicts Kim Kardashian won't pass the California bar exam, which is like predicting the Detroit Lions won't make it to the Super Bowl. 
The trailer for the new Spider-Man movie is out. The best part is when he announces he's woke and changes his name to Spider-They. Mel Gibson will do Lethal Weapon 5 as an emotionally imbalanced hothead prone to violence. And he'll be playing his character. John Legend and Chrissy Teigen had a Squid Game-themed party. The losers didn't die, but they were viciously cyberbullied by Chrissy. And YouTube will hide dislike counts to promote positivity. Likewise, Rotten Tomatoes will change its name to Ripe Subtle Tomatoes. This is not Headline News. From not Headline News to the stupid stuff. And now it's time for Stupid News. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? So this first story is, it's a little rather long, but that's okay. Because we're going to stay in the country. We're going to stay in the good old USA. Are we here in Florida with uh, this one? No, we're going to go to Nueva Yorke. Where? Nueve Yorke. Nueve Yorke. Nueve Yorke. In what state? That's New York. Okay. It's, uh, it's, you, that's the way you say it in Spanish. Ah, no, Nueve Yorke. I see. Yes. A woman in New York named Deirdre Keene has run 34 marathons in her life, but just shared the story of her most memorable one. Back in 2014, she signed up for the Philadelphia Marathon. It was the 10th or 11th one that she had done, and she thought it started at 7.30, but the actual start time was 7 a.m. Now, she was in line for the bathroom when she realized the race was starting. She started a half hour late. Oh, darn. She was in line for the bathroom, so she didn't get to go. But once she started running, she suddenly had to go to the bathroom. I hate it when that happens. So... She was having some digestive issues, so she stopped at the first porta potty she saw. Luckily, there was one about a mile into the race, and she came out feeling five pounds lighter, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So she unloaded. She, yeah, she unloaded. Boy, did she unload. So she kept running, but the issues continued. Oh, man. And over I'm the first you. 16 miles, she had to stop nine different times at nine different porta potties. Really? I wonder what she what did she eat before this race? Well, she says her strategy at that point was to just sprint as fast as she could <laughs> from one to the next. It made her it made her do a faster race. And here's the best part. Things finally settled down around a, around mile number 17. So, she finished the race and because of all that sprinting, her final time was now her new personal best. Did it give her time out on that marathon? Does well, when you stop and go to the bathroom, you're losing time. No, I just I'm just wondering oh. about her time because I used to run marathons. Yeah. She finished. So I'm just I'm comparatively with my time, yeah. I'm wondering about her time. She finished three hours and thirty eight minutes and spent the next Ooh. two years trying to beat that time. It's still one of her fastest. That's a nice fast race. I think yeah. my fastest was like a 348. All because she had to go to the bathroom 17 different <laughs> times. And she decided to start sprinting. <laughs> That's so awesome. So she took a load off her mind. Yeah. And 
that was less weight for her to carry. It makes me wonder what she ate because before I would run mine, I would eat a huge plate of my mom's spaghetti the night before. Mm-hmm. Maybe she had rice and beans. You're supposed to just like um, eat a lot of carbs the day before yeah. to carry that energy. Okay. And then early in the morning, I think I would just have like an egg on mm-hmm. toast before okay. I ran. Okay. Here's an interesting story. Since we're in New York, we're going to stay in New York, but we're going to go to upstate New York where firefighters this past Friday rescued a naked man who was stuck for several days inside the bathroom wall of a movie theater. Really? Yes. What was inside, he What was he doing inside <coughs> comprehend the that wall? One. Yeah, inside the bathroom wall of a movie theater. And naked? Naked. <sighs> the Syracuse Fire Department responded just after 7:30 in the morning to the landmark theater after employees heard some banging on the wall and someone yelling for help. Now, the adult male, who was not immediately identified, was believed to have entered the theater two or three days ago. It was not immediately clear how he was able to get behind the wall. Now, the firefighters with Rescue Company 1 drilled a hole in the wall and used what's called a fiber optic camera to find the man's exact location oh in the wall. Oh my gosh, it's a good thing they have that kind of technology, yeah. right? So after determining the best way to extract the man, officials said firefighters carefully cut through several layers of drywall and structural clay tile to reach him. They found him naked behind the wall, and he was taken to a nearby hospital for treatment and evaluation. Must have not been a very good movie. To go hide out in the bathroom and, I don't and in the know. bathroom walls for that I, matter. I would love to get the phone number to the Landmark Theater in upstate New York and call them hmm. and find out what is going on with this. Because I, I, I love to get down to the to the nitty gritty of why the guy was behind the wall. It sounds like maybe he was sick or some sort of thing. Something I don't know. Something but not, why would he not go behind mentally, the wall mentally right. sick? Hmm. I mean that's that's just weird. Anyway, uh, let's go to Springfield, Missouri, where some guy was staying at Motel 6 this past Saturday, and he took his dog out for a walk. Okay, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Guys at Motel 6, they and left the light on they, for him. They leave the light on and they allow yeah. pets. Yes, That's they what do. I, I do like yes. about Motel yes. 6. The guy took his dog out for a walk. Meanwhile, a guy that was staying at an Econo Lodge next door also took... His dog out for a walk. Oh, do are, are Econo Lodges pet friendly too? Yes, they are. Or some of them? Yes, they are. Awesome. So they're both out walking their dogs. Now, there's a fence between the two properties, but the two dogs found a hole in the fence <gasps> and they got into a huge fight. Oh, man. I thought they were going to like meet and greet and sniff one another. Well, just sniff one another. No, it doesn't go as planned. <laughs> they were that friendly. The two dogs that got into a fight, then it led to the two humans getting into a fight. Really? Yeah, the two men were able to separate <sighs> their dogs, but then they got into it, and the Econo got the Econo Lodge guy pulled out a knife. They were all fighting like grizzly bears. Yeah. Well, the guy staying at the Econo Lodge pulled out a knife. God, good gosh. He ended up stabbing the Motel 6 guy. Huh. But he's okay. 
He was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The Econel Lodge guy was arrested, and we don't know of the exact charges just yet. What's wrong with people? You know, and dogs, because do- a dog will get in that situation. Yeah. Dogs of uh, time to time are going to fight. Let them fight. But then why do you got to uh, fight each other over it? That's ridiculous. Um, let's go to Indiana, where a 54-year-old guy named Sammy Allen stole a street sweeper this past Sunday. <laughs> like one of those uh, cleaners? Yeah, like street the, cleaner. Uh, yes. uh, the street? Led police on a very low-speed chase in Richmond, Indiana. He swiped it from the highway construction site around 1.30 in the morning and drove it through several people's yards. Now, the police tried to stop him with spike strips, but he was going so slow, he was able to just drive around the sticks. Why did he do this? Like he didn't have anything better to do? And they say that he hit a top speed of 10 to 15 miles an hour. Whew. At, wow. one, <laughs> at one point, he crashed into somebody's garage. Man. <laughs> after and almost flipped the, uh, the street sweeper. Oh. Part of the garage collapsed, but he was able to regain control and keep going. The chase finally ended when he drove the street sweeper into the river. Tried to clean the river, too. Then he tried to take off on foot, but a police dog took him down. Police got him to the hospital to deal with some dog bites on his arms. He's now facing charges for vehicular theft, resisting arrest, leaving the scene of an accident, and reckless driving. What's his excuse? Officer, the, uh, the streets weren't clean enough. Maybe he wanted to clean the streets and and then go in the river and clean out the river, too. Exactly. Uh, Let's go to Nashville, and where Nashville Metro Police are asking for the public's help in identifying a woman who punched a McDonald's employee (gasps) for taking too long to make her order. Gee, (laughs) I'm telling you. The woman reportedly became angry when her food took longer than expected, so she walked behind the counter and punched the employee... (sighs) holding the metal fry scooper, leaving a gash on the victim's forehead. Police say the suspect was seen leaving the McDonald's with a friend and a child Mm. in a silver Chevy Impala. How awful, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Have it your way. People got to get a grip. Okay. I'm telling you. Oh, that Egg McMuffin goes on sale tomorrow. 60-something cents. 63 cents to get your Egg McMuffin, but you got to have the app. Yep. Uh, Here's one. Uh, and this will be the final one because this one takes the cake for, for today. Okay. Is uh, there any cake, real cake involved in no, this one? No. Like but a, there's some flatulence a involved. A bride falling into the wedding cake or no. anything? A 33-year-old inmate in a Florida prison named Christopher Callen is facing new charges after he beat his cellmate up last week. He literally knocked his teeth right down his throat. And he did it because the guy wouldn't stop passing gas in their cell. Wow. Yes. He broke two of his own teeth and one of his ribs. And when prison guards asked why he did it, he said the guy had been passing way too much gas and not doing courtesy flushes when he used the toilet. Hmm. The inmate he beat up has been recovering in the hospital, and it's not clear what kind of charges... Chris is going to face. Wow. All because yeah. the guy was passing gas and not doing a courtesy flush 
in the bathroom. So maybe if you go to jail, you should bring one of those um, gas fart sprayers in, you know, like like they show in the commercials. I guess. (laughs) Or just um, get what's called Febreze. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Febreze. Febreze will work. And I'm sure this gentleman who beat him up will be facing more charges. I'm sure. From that so matter. if you happen to go to prison and you have a cellmate, don't do this in the cell. It just won't <laughs> right, be good. Right. Just won't be good. <laughs> anyway, it's a 8:44 right now on the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for news. Once again, we're going to go to the news desk where Bonnie's standing by. It's all brought to you this morning. By St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Make sure and stop in and see our good friend Hawk Levy at one of their many locations on the Treasure Coast. Here's Bonnie with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning once again. Where will Lake Okeechobee water be released for the next decade or more? WPTV's Megan McRoberts breaks it down for Martin County. When toxic blue-green algae blooms plagued the St. Lucie River summer after summer, blamed largely on Lake Okeechobee releases, communities around Lake Okeechobee and the Army Corps knew something had to change. We need not one drop, and we've been fighting long, long, long time here for zero, stop the discharges, no lake water. Mike Connor is the executive director of the Indian River Keeper. He played a part in giving input to the Army Corps' new plan called LOSUM. He hoped the plan would finally end Lake releases to the St. Lucie. We didn't get that wish today. Instead, it does decrease releases by about 35%, but that's down from initial projections that releases could be cut by more than 60%. We're hoping for upwards of 60 or more. We didn't get that wish. Connor says while it is still a decrease, it's hard to say whether it will help the St. Lucie estuary become more healthy. We're walking towards this finish line when we really should be going at a full sprint. Reynaldo Diaz, the Lake Worth waterkeeper, had the same reaction, wanting minimal water sent to the east. The plan does help the Caloosahatchee River to the west better manage its water needs during the dry season, and it will send significantly more water to the south for agricultural use and water supply. The Corps also had to balance navigation needs, recreation needs, and flood control. The end product wasn't as good as we needed it to be. The plan will also hold Lake Okeechobee on average about six inches higher. Congressman Brian Mass released a statement disappointed the final plan did not maximize the reduction in releases to the St. Lucie, saying, quote, this plan still has the potential to send unacceptable volumes of toxic water from Lake Okeechobee into the St. Lucie and Caloosahatchee. Environmentalists on the east coast of the state still plan to ask the Corps to make final tweaks until the plan goes into effect next year. Megan McRoberts, WPTV, News Channel 5. Community concerns over what's in the shelves at some school libraries have led to the temporary removal of a handful of books in Indian River County, and one book was permanently removed. WPTV's John Shaman with more. Jennifer Pippen recently heard a mom in Pennsylvania read aloud a passage from the book All Boys Aren't Blue at a school board meeting, and it got her attention. I said, we need to look and see if these books are in our school district. The book's author, an LGBTQ activist, describes discovering his sexual identity as an adolescent. His story received many accolades upon its release last year, but Pippin was dismayed to discover it was in a high school library in Indian River County. One of many books, she says, is in violation of the state's pornography statutes. We found these books that have, you know, incest, pedophilia, 
um, sexually explicit pictures, sexually explicit text. Her group, Moms for Liberty, brought a list of library books to the attention of the school district. We're not burning books. We're following the state statutes that were written to protect children. Uh, some of the content that's been in our media uh, centers. In a recent Facebook post, school superintendent Dr. David Moore said all of those books have been removed from circulation while a formal review is being done. All Boys Aren't Blue was removed permanently. This organization doesn't get to tell me that what my kids should be reading. They don't speak for me. Community activist Michael Marsh says everyone can agree there shouldn't be pornography in schools, but some of the books in question aren't new. Why are there a problem now? When did these books enter the school district? So you got to look that these books didn't come in yesterday. These books have been here, but now all of a sudden, ooh, books scary. Pippin says she has two teens in the school system and adds her kids have not been exposed to anything inappropriate at school. She hopes it stays that way. If adults want their children to read this, they can order them from Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Um, I know that they're in the public library, a lot of these titles. We brought it to the attention of the superintendent, the school district, and they're taking care of it. So at what point is enough enough? A district spokeswoman says the removed book had never been checked out from Vero Beach High School. No word on when the fates of those other books will be decided, but I'm told that before any would go back into circulation, they'd have to be approved by both the district media specialist and that school's principal. In Indian River County, John Shingman, WPTV, News Channel 5. Halfway through the special session of the Florida legislature, a key vote is expected today. The Republican-controlled state house is poised to give final approval to a bill that targets COVID-19 mandates by ensuring workers can receive exemptions from job vaccination requirements, offering them testing and PPE use options, and banning government employees from requiring inoculations. Sponsor Aaron Grawl is concerned about Floridians' privacy. We do not believe that employers should be collecting extensive medical information about an employee. The measure also reinforces the state's Parents' Bill of Rights, which lets moms and dads decide if their kids will wear masks at school. Not one amendment offered by Democrats was approved. Erica Rodriguez, Miami. The family of the Florida woman killed during a cross-country road trip with her boyfriend is hoping to help others. They are launching the Gabby Petito Foundation to support the search for missing people and aid organizations that assist domestic violence victims. Well, lastly, Britney Spears released a video Tuesday night and spoke out about her life post-conservatorship. The pop star was under a conservatorship for 13 years. Britney's father, Jamie Spears, was granted conservatorship in 2008 after his daughter was hospitalized with reported mental health issues. A judge terminated the conservatorship on Friday. In the caption of the video, Britney called the experience demoralizing and degrading. She said her family should be in jail for the bad things they did to her. The Oops, I Did It Again singer didn't reveal specifics, but hinted that she may give an interview to Oprah. The Big 12 issued a public reprimand Tuesday and fined Baylor $25,000 because students and fans stormed the field before time expired in the number 11 Bears 27-14 victory Saturday over Oklahoma and then again when the game was over. Fans initially swarmed onto the field thinking the time had run out. Oklahoma players started heading to the locker room, but Baylor coach Dave Aranda had called timeout with three seconds remaining and the field was cleared for the game, ending field goal before fans stormed onto the field again. 
News time coming up on 7.52, and we'll have weather and traffic together next. stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now is the time on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside? It's looking fine outside, Evan. No accidents to report right here. You're looking at a nice Wednesday morning ride if you're just heading out. Traffic moving really nicely on the turnpike, I-95. All looks good. And there's your latest look at traffic. And we have 74 in Palm City this morning. In Westchester, Pennsylvania, it's 31. Here's a look at our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the mid to upper 60s, so definitely not as chilly as the last couple of mornings. Partly cloudy skies to start off the day, then plenty of sunshine this afternoon with highs in the low 80s and a slim chance for an isolated shower. Tomorrow, increasing clouds with a 70% chance for afternoon to evening showers and storms as a front approaches. Highs in the low 80s. Friday through the weekend, warm and muggy with highs in the upper 70s to low 80s. Scattered showers and storms possible. Our next cold front sweeping in by Tuesday. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220 220- Hey parents, keep your children active this season by training with the pros. The Miami Dolphins are hosting the Junior Dolphins Football and Dance Clinics presented by FAIR throughout Miami-Dade, with winter clinics starting November 26th and December 20th. Football clinics are taught by Junior Dolphins coaches and dance classes are led by the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. These half-day sessions are available for boys and girls ages 4 to 14. Space is limited. Visit JuniorDolphins.com camps to secure your spot today. 
With any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. Forbearances, working remotely, internet shopping, retail space, and rental income have been hit hard by COVID. If you're looking to restructure your debt, obtain financing or equity, Commercial Mortgage can help you out. Tim Mullen at Commercial Mortgage has been providing debt restructuring services since 2003. Tim never charges a front fee and all consultations are free. Tim only gets paid if he provides you a debt workout. Looking for a debt solution or financing? Give Tim a call at 772-872-6099 or visit commercialmortgagellc.com to schedule your free consultation. Do you use catering services for client seminars and other marketing activities? Do you sometimes have working lunches? Ellie's Downtown Deli has great fresh food and first-class presentation. Do you know how important it is to make a great impression? Well, you'll make that great impression with chef-prepared business catering from Ellie's Downtown Deli. From simple lunchbox drop-offs to buffet setup and breakdown, you'll always enjoy tasty cuisine tastefully presented. And with Ellie's Downtown Deli, going first class for them is second to none. So why not enjoy lunch right outside on their patio area? This is Chef Mark Muller of Ellie's Downtown Deli. Drop on by or give us a call to find out why our business catering means business for your business. Ellie's Downtown Deli, located at 18 Southeast 6th Street in Stewart just off Colorado Avenue. Call 772-781-6605 or visit elliesdowntowndeli.com. Today in Ag News from the Southeast AgNet, well, farmers across the Southeast are encouraged to take part in the second Southern Cover Crop Conference. It'll be held July 16th and 17th in Auburn, Alabama. The event, hosted by the Southern Cover Crop Council, will be a good educational and networking experience for farmers and service providers. There will be many farmer speakers, equipment demos, and even lunches provided. USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service invites farmers to register now because farmers who sign up can receive free registration. There's also a limited number of scholarships available that provide hotel rooms for producers on the nights of July 15th and 16th. Plus, there's a poster competition that will be held. They're accepting abstracts or research posters until April 1st. There'll be competitions for undergraduate and graduate students, so students working with cover crops are also encouraged to apply. Learn more on our website, southeastagnet.com. Your land is a legacy, a challenge from those who tended it before you to build on their foundations. At Corteva AgriScience, Agriculture Division of Dow DuPont, we understand what it means to be the stewards of a legacy. We embrace the challenge of building on the foundation of Dow AgroSciences to maintain your trust, to bring new solutions, to help you care for your land. See how we can help build your legacy at rangeandpasture.com.
If your soil could talk, what would it say? If it's healthy, it may already be saying some good things about your future. Because farmers who use soil health building systems that include no-till, cover crops, and diverse species and rotations report greater productivity, profitability, and resiliency to weather extremes. Learn more about what your soil is saying about its health and your future. Contact your local USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service office today. This message brought to you by USDA and this radio station. Randall Wiseman, Southeast, Agna. You're listening to WSTU, Stewart. Verdict Watch in Wisconsin. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. In a couple of hours, the jury deliberating the fate of Kyle Rittenhouse will get back to work. Yesterday, protesters gathered in Kenosha. We did talk to a small group of protesters yesterday who were gathering on the front steps of the courthouse, and you could easily hear them inside the courtroom. Kyle was in self-defense. Uh, he was being chased. Tensions are high because there's a possibility that a murderer could be off. And as those tensions remain high here in Kenosha, business owners on edge. Fox's Alexis McAdams. If you want to fight inflation, spend more money. That's the argument being made by Democrats. We passed the American Rescue Plan. We've passed the bipartisan infrastructure agreement. And we are going to pass the Build Back Better Act. Congressman Hakeem Jeffries, the House could vote on Build Back Better this week, even though the Congressional Budget Office hasn't scored the bill. Republicans are opposed. Their latest proposal, Build Back Better, is going to increase taxes on 20 to 30 percent of every American's by 20 to 30 percent. It's also uh, going to increase inflation. Congressman James Comer. While touting the bipartisan infrastructure bill, President Biden used an old rusty bridge in New Hampshire as a backdrop. Today, he heads to Detroit for the grand opening of General Motors' Factory Zero electric vehicle assembly plant. The bill included $7.5 billion to create new electric vehicle charging stations, and his remarks in Michigan are expected to outline how those stations will make it easier to drive an electric vehicle. He's also expected to discuss how it will reduce emissions and create jobs. Fox says Tanya J. Powers. He likely acted alone. That's what police in Britain are saying about the suspect killed in a bomb blast in Liverpool on Sunday. America's listening to Fox News. Hear that? That's the sound of a man guarding his home around the clock. <coughs> Because he has 24-7 professional monitoring from Simply Safe Home Security. With 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe keeps watch night and day. If there's trouble, Simply Safe alerts them and will dispatch emergency help when needed. Protect your home in your sleep. Take 50% off a new system at simplysafe.com today. Dell Technologies' biggest business sale of the year has arrived. Step up your vision with top tech up to 50% off during their Black Friday event. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Plus, get incredible savings on Windows 11 PCs, along with servers, monitors, and docks, all with free shipping. There's also special financing with Dell Business Credit. Get started by contacting your Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Democrats call it a clear-cut case. Later, the House will vote on a resolution to censure Republican Paul Gosar of Arizona. He could also be removed from the Oversight Committee. 
The congressman has faced criticism for a since-deleted tweet last week that featured an anime-style video edited to depict him appearing to attack New York Democrat Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and President Biden. Ocasio-Cortez sits on the Oversight Committee with Gosar. Censure is a form of punishment in the House, last approved for then-New York Democrat Charlie Rangel in 2010 for ethics violations. Fox's Jared Halpern, a Missouri man who phoned in threats to two Democratic congressmen, has been sentenced to two and a half years in prison. Back in January, Kenneth Hubert called the office of Missouri Representative Emanuel Cleaver. Cleaver, who's black, was called a racial slur, and Hubert suggested putting a noose around his neck. In 2019, Hubert threatened Tennessee Congressman Stephen Cohen. The top cop in North Carolina is trying to keep kids from becoming addicted to nicotine. Attorney General Josh Stein is suing the founders of Juul, James Monsies and Adam Bowen, over his concerns the e-cigarettes are being marketed to children through kid-friendly flavors and minimal age verification. Stein also says he's launching a statewide investigation into several e-cigarette manufacturers, distributors, and retailers. In June, Juul Labs was to pay $40 million to North Carolina and take more action to prevent underage use and sales under the terms of a previous agreement with the state. Silicera, Fox News. They wore masks and were armed with hammers. Police in Northern California are looking for nine men who robbed a jewelry store Monday after smashing display cases. Employees tried to intervene but were unsuccessful. I'm Pam Puso, and this is Fox News. The Slam Body Laser Spa, the wage is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wage is over. Wait, feel great and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Tred J. Rizacker of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Save the date for the return of Santa Paws Holiday Pooch Plunge presented by Apex Pavers and Pools on Saturday, December 4th from 10 to 1 to benefit the Humane Society of the Treasure Coast. Our local Humane Society invites dogs of all sizes to join us for a doggy open swim at Sailfish Splash Water Park. Your $10 registration also includes selfies with Santas and a 50-50 raffle. Registration opens the morning of the event at 9.30 or buy your tickets in advance at hstc1.org. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, 
Evan and Bonnie. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. Gladly appreciate those kind words let from you. Let the fun begin. Yeah, let the fun begin. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Today's broadcast is being simulcast in broken English. Broken English? Uh, we'll fix it, okay? I don't like broken things. It's 8.07 on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. Mr. Clock, would you certify the time? It's now 8.07 a.m. 8.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go show. And Bonnie, normally at this time, Taryn Krizda joins us, Martin County Administrator, but uh, she's got some business she's taking care of. So I'm going to try to reach Martha Ann while you do your thing for a few moments. I'm going to turn my mic off as I dial up Martha Ann. Okay, really good, Evan. And yeah, something worth mentioning too this morning. Something going on right now. It just got underway a few minutes ago in Port St. Lucie. The St. Lucie Mets and the Amazing Mets Foundation are hosting a holiday meal distribution. It's going on right now at Clover Park. And uh, the Amazing Mets Foundation, they has, they've given a grant of $15,000 to the Treasure Coast Food Bank to purchase food for the distribution of holiday meal boxes to local families in need. And, uh, yeah, this is happening now at Clover Park with the St. Lucie Mets and Amazing Mets Foundation. Excellent. You go right in the parking lot. It's uh, going to go until 10 this morning or until supplies run out. All right, very good. Excellent. On the line with us right now is the public information officer from uh, Martin County. Martha Ann Kinesis is joining us. She's pinch hitting for Taryn Krista. Martha, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Thanks for doing this last second. I appreciate it. I always welcome talking to you guys. Aw, you're too kind. You're, you know, yeah. you really a, seem like a sweet lady. Um, we've talked to you for, you know, a few years now, Martha Ann, oh. and, but we've never met you before. Yeah, I we've would, never met. We you. would love to see the the face behind the voice, and if you could uh-huh. just come, Likewise. come visit us at the studio one of these days. Yeah, we're here five days a week, six a.m. to nine a.m. You know what? I actually I would love to do that. So I'm going to check out Taryn's calendar and find out when she's going to be out again. And then I will hop into the studio. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Because Taryn's made a few appearances here. Or you ladies can come together. I don't know if it's like the vice president being with the president. A Doubleman twins. The Doubleman <laughs> twins. There you go. describe it that way, but... <laughs> <laughs> Two important ladies, and I don't know if you can pair in and come in together. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> for for security, but we'll have to for get security, a, yeah. We'll, we'll have to get uh, Secret Service uh, <laughs> yes. in here, definitely. <laughs> We'd so. love to meet you. Yeah, thank you. I would love to meet you guys too. So uh, we um, missed uh, we missed Taryn last week, so we have two weeks worth of stuff to catch up on. Holy cow! Yeah. Okay. And we tried to call you last week, and you were MIA also. Heck was I, last I don't week? know. You weren't out buying donuts for us, that's Isn't for that sure. Isn't that something when, you know, I don't even think I can remember where I was last week at this time either, Martha. So <laughs> I was sitting here. I don't even think I can remember what I was doing yesterday at this time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I might have been sitting here. Yeah, there oh, you go. Oh, perhaps you were there, yes. <laughs> so perhaps. So what's been going on lately? Uh, catch us up on all the uh, news over the last two weeks. I know, super busy. Well, I apologize. I, I don't even know. Yeah, I apologize I wasn't available last week. I don't know where I was. That's all right. Um, Well, last week we were getting ready for Veterans Day um, and the air show and all sorts of good things that were happening in the county um, last week. And um, I don't know if you guys 
made it to the Veterans Day Parade, but um, Commissioner Smith actually spoke about it, you know, in the meeting, in yesterday's meeting, and just said it was, it was wonderful, you know, it was a long, it was kind of a longer parade, it was really full, and Mm -hmm. just people there, just, it's always a good time to reflect and celebrate and honor the, the, um, the veterans population, not only in Martin County, but, you know, around the, uh, around the nation. Um, we do have guys from our guys from MCTV, um, video that and put a package together. Mm-hmm. That's on our website. So if that's, that's something people could check out if they'd like. It's up there right now. It is up there right now. It's in the spotlight veterans day, 2021. Excellent. You can, yep. You can watch that. Um, what else? I think there was a cool thing and I, I think they talked about it in the meeting on the second, um, MPO has a, they've created this map that you can, residents can go in and they can mark a spot on the map where they feel like there is an issue in the county with traffic, Mm. no matter what it is. And then they're going to take all of that information and provide it to um, the powers that be and work with folks at the state level and local level and see if. Um, those are things that they can incorporate into, you know, solutions down the road. So I think it's kind of a cool thing. I don't think it's really gotten a lot of uh, media attention, um, but we're definitely asking for public input on that. And that is also on the homepage of our website. It's called Vision Zero. All right. Very good. So that people cool. people can go in and it's an interactive map is what it is. Yeah. You can click, click on a spot and then you can... Um, think you can you know say what you think the problem is like, what's the actual website uh, first people need to go to uh it's um www.martin.fl.us um we're going there now and i, w- I want to click on like 50 different places i want to drive the county nuts <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding all right so i'm at the main website and then where do you go to from there so if you go scroll down to in the spotlight, spotlight. I should probably give you a, a more direct route to get there, but click on the um, Vision Zero Martin. Okay. Do you see? There are like four long boxes in the middle. You see it? Uh, I'm on the home page and I'm I'm looking like pay my bill, commissioner's agenda, library permits, Martin okay. County TV. Scroll down. Scroll down. Oh, in the spotlight. There it is. Okay. Yep, All right. in the spotlight. So there's a Vision Zero. I see it. Um, and now I have to get you to the actual map. So I click Vision mm-hmm. Zero. Okay, I'm going there. Yeah. Opened up another page. <clears throat> yep. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll send you guys a more direct route. But That's all right. If you click on the – at the top, there's a menu. You see Get Involved? Yep. Mm-hmm. And an interactive, interactive map. There it is. Map. Look at that. View interactive map. All right, Bonnie, I'm bringing click it up. Click on that. I'm bringing it up So right do you now. just go and click on a spot where you think there might be a problem area, like um, the ride home on, on Canner Highway on a Friday night or something like that? Yep. Yep. Wow. Canner Highway's got to be the equivalent to our uh, St. Lucie West Boulevard right now in Port St. Lucie. Because I was on that last night, and boy, is that oh, busy. Yeah. Um, well, if you t- uh, if you guys are at that map and you kind of 
scroll over, you'll see there are tons of different um, little, like, dots on there. Yeah, I see, icons. and it tells you the icons, like dangerous intersections, speeding problem, and what you do is you click the little button and it lets you edit, and you just click one of the things that you want to put there, and you yep. just you just drag it right over onto the map. I know. It's kind of cool, right? Yeah, it is. It's very, very cool. Yeah, they're, they're really looking okay. for um, public input on this to um, to try to eliminate, you know, traffic fatalities and traffic um, crashes. Mm-hmm. So their goal is really to um, to strengthen the infrastructure and, and enforcement and look for, for solutions. And so the best way to do that is, you know, you guys are traveling all over the county. Everybody is. And so find spots that are important to you. I even got a little bit nervous right on Saturday when I was going to the Stewart Air Show. I had to go uh, the back way through Palm City because Port St. Lucie Boulevard, there was an accident or some sort of thing on there. I was already backed up on there, so I went the back way. Came through Mm -hmm. Monterey, had to go through the big intersection crossing US-1. Yeah, And that was a little hair-raising for me. You know, I'm not... That's my normal route to work, right? Because we're... We're just by the airport. Oh, so. wow. That gets so, um, there gets to be so many cars heading north and southbound at first on US-1. You've got to be so careful and going across Then there. if you're trying to go east or west across US-1. Yeah, it's busy. That's a busy, it really uh, is. A, and, you know, if depending on when, you know, for us in the admin building, when we come to work or leave from work and get to those two intersections at Dixie and US-1, you know, it can definitely back up. I'm always so. afraid, like, I'm never, like, if I have a green light, I'm always afraid I'm never going to make it across the pathway of the upcoming vehicles that have to cross me next. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm always afraid yes. I'm going to get taught in that squeeze where I'm blocking them, like, if they got the go light. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm more cautious like that at intersections, too. I'm, I'll hang back and stay and let the people behind me get mad and... <laughs> Yeah, I could imagine that, like, um, Martin Downs Boulevard, too, in Palm City mm-hmm. must get really backed up, too, when going over that bridge. I think they finished uh, road cons- a lot of road construction in there finally, but mm-hmm. I remember a while back, too, when there was that road construction going on there and, you know, traffic just getting backed up easily, like, in that 5 o'clock hour. Yeah. Have you guys ever been to our, um, I don't know, to our traffic um, office where they look at all the they they have all the cameras. Um, yeah, all the cameras. I would. I am fascinated. Yeah. Really fascinating. I'm fascinated by the technology because you know everywhere you look nowadays they have cameras mounted on all these traffic lights, mm-hmm. and I always wanted to know like where this was and where they see it and, and the plethora of screens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's um, really cool. We have actually. I don't know that. You guys will have to join us for just like a piece of one of our CARES programs. It's our Citizen um, Academy okay. where people do um, – it's a six-week program where residents can come in and we do field trips and they meet – you know, they talk to Taryn about the budget and they really just learn behind the scenes of all um, activity, county activity, and who's doing the work and what that looks like, you know, really behind the scenes. But one of the places we go – is our traffic center mm-hmm. and meet the guys who are 
managing and running all of those intersections and maintaining, you know, the traffic lights. And it's, it's really, fa- I think it's fascinating. It is. It's, Set it up. Let's, uh, like, let's, as they say in Hawaii Five O, book them, Dano. <laughs> book them, Dano. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I used to love that show. <laughs> Did you? Jack Lord, yes, one I of the great actors. I hated myself because I used to watch the original one. <laughs> Listen, rumor has it I heard you thought he was cute, okay? <laughs> well, was he the one with that thick black hair? That, like that thick, thick yep, black hair? He had hair. the perfect the super hair. super cool car. <laughs> yeah, he had the super cool oh, car. Oh, man. Yes, well, yes. Well. Um, but back to back to work. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday we had a meeting, and it was our reorganization meeting mm-hmm. so elected a new chair and vice chair mm-hmm. so um we now moving into this year we have commissioner smith okay as our chairman all right and our board chair and um, commissioner campy as our vice chairman all right very good very very good that's martha ann canice she uh, is the public information officer for martin county and of course she works side by side with taryn krizda and uh, we thank you for doing this last minute uh, and joining us. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day, you guys. Have a wonderful day. Good we'll day. talk to you soon. It's time for okay. the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold opening up at $1,862.50 an ounce. And silver opening up at $25.07 an ounce. That's the Precious Metals Report. And it's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. Let's go right to the news desk where Bonnie is standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. Where will Lake Okeechobee water be released for the next decade or more? WPTV's Megan McRoberts breaks it down for Martin County. When toxic blue-green algae blooms plagued the St. Lucie River, summer after summer blamed largely on Lake Okeechobee releases. Communities around Lake Okeechobee and the Army Corps knew something had to change. We need not one drop. And we've been fighting long, long, long time here for zero, stop the discharges, no lake water. Mike Connor is the executive director of the Indian River Keeper. He played a part in giving input to the Army Corps' new plan called LOSUM. He hoped the plan would finally end LACO releases to the St. Lucie. We didn't get that wish today. Instead, it does decrease releases by about 35%. But that's down from initial projections that releases could be cut by more than 60%. We're hoping for upwards of 60 or more. We didn't get that wish. Connor says while it is still a decrease, it's hard to say whether it will help the St. Lucie estuary become more healthy. We're walking towards this finish line when we really should be going at a full 
explain. Reynaldo Diaz, the Lake Worth water keeper, had the same reaction, wanting minimal water sent to the east. The plan does help the Caloosahatchee River to the west better manage its water needs during the dry season, and it will send significantly more water to the south for agricultural use and water supply. The Corps also had to balance navigation needs, recreation needs, and flood control. The end product wasn't as good as we needed it to be. The plan will also hold Lake Okeechobee on average about six inches higher. Congressman Brian Mass released a statement disappointed the final plan did not maximize the reduction in releases to the St. Lucie, saying, quote, this plan still has the potential to send unacceptable volumes of toxic water from Lake Okeechobee into the St. Lucie and Caloosahatchee. Environmentalists on the east coast of the state still plan to ask the Corps to make final tweaks until the plan goes into effect next year. Megan McRoberts, WPTV, News Channel 5. A triple homicide is under investigation in Central Florida. Two men and a teenager were found dead yesterday morning during a well-being check at an apartment complex in Osceola County. Kevin Torres was arrested at a gas station after a standoff that lasted almost three hours, and Sheriff Marcos Lopez said there are no other suspects. No, for, for now, no. According to the witness, this is the person, and we're going to go talk to them and confirm. The sheriff said they're trying to determine how the victims were related and a possible motive. If you've been using TikTok in the U.S. before October, you might be entitled to money from a $92 million class action lawsuit against the company. To file a claim, you can go to TikTokDataPrivacySettlement.com. According to court documents, TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, denied they illegally collected and used personal data from its users. You do not have to live in Illinois to claim your share of the settlement, but if you live in Illinois, you could claim up to six times more money. Nike is postponing the release of its sneaker collaboration with rapper Travis Scott. Out of respect for everyone impacted by the tragic events at the Astro World Festival, we are postponing the launch of the Air Max 1X Cactus Jack, the shoe company said on their website. According to NPR, Nike's decision comes a day after a 9-year-old boy died from his injuries after being trampled at the festival. Ten people have now died, the New York Times reported. CNN reported that the Nike ex-Travis Scott Air Max 270 Cactus Trails was slated to be released in December. No announcement has been made on when they'll be released. Lastly, something going on now in Port St. Lucie. We have the St. Lucie Mets and the Amazing Mets Foundation. They're hosting their holiday meal distribution at Clover Park. It's going on now until 10 the Amazing Mets Foundation has given a grant of $15,000 to the Treasure Coast Food Bank to purchase food for the distribution of holiday meal boxes to local families in need at Clover Park. So uh, head on out there now goes on till 10 in the parking lot, until 10 o'clock or until supplies run out.
there's growing optimism that L.A. Lakers star LeBron James, who has been out two weeks with an abdominal strain, could make his return against the Boston Celtics on Friday. James has been making good progress, and Friday's meeting with the Celtics looms as a target for him to rejoin the Lakers lineup. Uh, that game will be at 7.30 on Friday. The Lakers are 8-7 and seven and lost 121-103 to on Monday to the Chicago Bulls at Staples Center. In the NBA tonight, the Miami Heat hosts the Pelicans and the Orlando Magic visit the New York Knicks. News time is 827. We'll have weather and traffic together for you next. So, have you heard this one? A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. (laughs) Really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9. Here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU. 827 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside? Well, Evan, traffic is looking fine right now. If things are clear on the turnpike and looking clear on I-95, if you're traveling, you got to get there at 9. You should arrive on time. Everything looks good this morning. If you see something, say something. Let us know at 220-9788 at 220-WSTU. Right now we have 74 in Stewart and in Veradero, Cuba, it's 76. Here's more on our weather at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the mid to upper 60s, so definitely not as chilly as the last couple of mornings. Partly cloudy skies to start off the day, then plenty of sunshine this afternoon with highs in the low 80s and a slim chance for an isolated shower. Tomorrow, increasing clouds with a 70% chance for afternoon to evening showers and storms as a front approaches. Highs in the low 80s. Friday through the weekend, warm and muggy with highs in the upper 70s to low 80s. Scattered showers and storms possible. Our next cold front sweeping in by Tuesday. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Group. We are a local independent insurance agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life, health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. The professionals at Mark Brechtville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220 3380. 
Hey, parents, keep your children active this season by training with the pros. The Miami Dolphins are hosting the Junior Dolphins Football and Dance Clinics presented by FAIR throughout Miami-Dade, with winter clinics starting November 26th and December 20th. Football clinics are taught by Junior Dolphins coaches, and dance classes are led by the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. These half-day sessions are available for boys and girls ages 4 to 14. Space is limited. Visit JuniorDolphins.com slash camps to secure your spot today. Hi, this is Denny Artachi, your host. When is the last time you did a checkup for your retirement plans? Are you getting enough income? How about minimizing taxes? And what's the plan in case you get sick? When is the last time you looked at your life insurance? You might be able to get better coverage with more benefits. So give me a call, 561-537-5897. That's 561-537-5897. Advisory services offered through Blackridge Asset Management, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Peak Ridge Brokerage Services, LLC. Blackridge Asset Management is a separate and independent entity from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. 831 on the Get Up and Go Show. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and space cadets alike. Time to head to outer space for our daily dose of space in another place. And a man that's always outstanding in his own spaceship. Captain Randy Siegel. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Admiral. Thank you. Good to be with you this morning. Always a pleasure. The pleasure is all yours. Yes, it is. (laughs) It was 1970. When Russia launched its Luna 17 probe to the moon. Luna 17 was an interesting probe because when it landed on the moon, it opened up a shell and allowed the Luna Hood rover to start roving the moon. And it was highly successful. Russia showed that they could land on a foreign body and have a rover rove its surface to send back a lot of data. 2016 saw the launch of the Soyuz MS-03 spacecraft, carrying three astronauts, Oleg Novitsky, who's about to go into space again, Thomas Pasqua, who's in space right now, and Peggy Whitson, who is no longer going into space because Peggy right now is an associate administrator for NASA. Peggy, when she flew was the oldest woman to fly in space at age 56. Well, we're about to see a woman of color going to the International Space Station on a long-term assignment, the first one to do so. Jessica Watkins has been named to NASA's SpaceX Crew 4 mission to take flight next April. She will be joining Kajia Lindgren, Robert Hines from the European Space Agency, Samantha Cristofiorte, on that six-month mission. But it will be her first space flight since she became an astronaut in 2017. So we congratulate her on being named to that crew. SpaceX is also having some problems in court. A former employee has accused the company of racial discrimination 
noting that other employees in the same role were given training and documentation that were unavailable to him. Ajar Reedy filed a lawsuit against Elon Musk Company in the Federal District Court in Orlando earlier this month. Reedy identified himself as an Asian American of Indian descent, and he alleged that he was fired from his role as a fairing recovery engineer in May of 2020. The lawsuit accuses SpaceX of racial discrimination, national origin discrimination, retaliation, and breach of contract. We'll kind of try to follow this as much as we can to see where this leads. And according to SpaceX, there's no proof that that's the reason he was let go. The participants in the embezzlement of funds from Russia's Vazhny Cosmodrome were sentenced in Russia. And the sentences were quite severe. One received a five-and-a-half-year prison term, another one four-and-a-half years, a third one four years, and all of them will serve their sentences in the general regime colony. So that does hard time for them in Russia. You don't want to embezzle money from Russia. Russia says that they will also need additional funds to be allocated if they're to go back to the moon for astrophysical research as well as research on Venus. They say we don't have enough funds now and we certainly do need more. Vladimir Solev has become the new general designer of the manned programs in Russia. He is a twice hero of Russia and now is invested with quite an interesting job, to say the least. Scientists are suggesting exploring the, Sat the Jupiter moon Titan by using a group of drones. They say that Titan should be examined by drones because they would have the landers floating on the surface if it proves to be true that they have liquid on that particular location. The space team that's being put together by President Biden is going to be chaired by Vice President Kamala Harris because she's the one to hold the meeting for the Space Council. That first meeting is scheduled to take place around the 1st of December, and it should be quite interesting as the varying degrees as to when we're going back to the moon with human boots continues to change. Currently, it's 2025, but it may move further out to the right because of funds that are not allocated to help us get there. Yesterday, a European Vega rocket placed into orbit three French military satellites. It was a successful orbit from French Guiana following several delays because of COVID-19 and hardware problems. Russian cosmonaut turned film actor said that making a movie in space was thrilling. Anton Sheplerev, currently serving on board the International Space Station, said that one of the biggest problems he had was the cleanup after they had finished filming 
on board the space station. They had dozens of takes getting the dialogue right and the correct shading necessary because of the station moving from darkness to light and back again, that it caused a lot of havoc on board the station. It caused tension between the crew members because on the Russian segment, they had to work predominantly with what they had available, and sometimes that wasn't enough. The film director, Klim Shapenko, along with Yelena Parasite, were on board the station. But, as I said, they're not too happy with what took place and the cleanup that continues after the crew is done filming on board the station. Dmitry Rogozin, the head of Russian Space Agency, will be meeting with NASA's head, Bill Nelson, to discuss ISS safety as well as joint projects to be conducted between the U.S. and Russia. The hope is, is that new agreements will be signed shortly that will allow astronauts to fly on a Soyuz and allow cosmonauts to fly on the Dragon. So far, no Russian has flown on board a Dragon spacecraft. This, hopefully, will be taken care of in the not-too-distant future. But space is very important to both countries, and working together is very important to both countries. The backup crews for the next launch, Alexander Muzurkin, Yazuko Meziawa, and Yozo Hirano, say that they are prepared and ready to fly to the International Space Station as back as crew members on December the 8th. So far, they have passed all of their tests, including the actual backups, which was Alexander Shvortsev, Sean Agasso. They've trained and they've got perfect scores as they get ready to fly. Lastly, we want to tell you that NASA has restored the Hubble Space Telescope to where it is now taking pictures again of what's happening in deep space. Tomorrow we're going to tell you about the Northrop Grumman's Cygnus spacecraft and the Air Force's X-37B space plane. So until tomorrow, have a great day. Everybody. That's Captain Randy Siegel from the SS Siegel Enterprise with the Space Report. He'll be back tomorrow morning with us, same time, same place, same bat station, as they say. And without further ado, it's time to go on over to Ellie's Downtown Deli as they start to get ready for the holidays. Yeah, and Evan, you were mentioning this morning how Thanksgiving, too, being just eight days away from mm-hmm. now. And I'm not too late to get your turkey dinner, including your sliced turkey with white and dark meat. You get gravy with this cranberry relish. And uh, Ellie's Deli, their cranberry relish is simply delicious. Three side items uh, come with your choice, like green bean casserole, sage stuffing, baked sweet potato casserole. Ooh, Roasted cauliflower and four cheese. And sometimes on Thanksgiving, the side items are really some of the best. Get your homemade pies from Chef Mark. You can order a whole pie. You can order a slice of pie, including pumpkin, apple, or pecan. 
So uh, place your order no later than this coming Monday. All orders must be secured with a credit card, need to be picked up on Thursday the 25th, which is Thanksgiving, between 9 a.m. and 1. Call 772-781-6605 to place your order. And Ellie's Downtown Deli has their full menu available for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. They have a full-service deli with dining inside and out. Have them cater your next event. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today. Located at 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado and Stewart. Call 772-781-6605. Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart. 843 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. For the best deals in town, it's always St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Make sure to stop in, say hello, and tell Hawk Levy we said happy holidays. Here's Bonnie with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. As the special session continues, an anti-vaccine mandate rally in Tallahassee featured a former Orange County Fire Department battalion chief. Stephen Davis was fired for refusing to discipline firefighters for not getting vaccinated. I refuse to issue discipline that was wrong, that was unlawful. Davis and other speakers said they are not against getting vaccinated. They're opposed to vaccine mandates. A 14-year-old boy who went for a bicycle ride and didn't return home has been found dead. Here's WPTV's Todd Wilson with the story. That's right. Tonight, so much attention remains on the Palm Beach Gardens Police Department. That's because many people are waiting to find out what happened to Ryan Rogers and why. Small paper lanterns are lined up, a community coming together, supporting each other through this tragedy. The sudden death of 14-year-old Ryan Rogers, the teen who went on a bike ride Monday evening but never returned home. I did hear about it last night when it first occurred, and I was following along on Facebook because I live in the community and I'm a member of the Facebook group. And then this morning there was, from what I heard, there was quite a large a group of people that came out to help look, and then when the, the bad news came. Ryan's mom wrote on Facebook that her son went for that ride Monday night, but it wasn't until Tuesday morning that his body was found near a central boulevard sidewalk not far from I-95. The Palm Beach Gardens Police Department says Ryan's bike was found nearby. The 14-year-old was a student at Dwyer High School, a community still trying to process the teen's sudden passing with so many questions unanswered. Ryan had a love for soccer, playing on youth teams, just like Justin Mize's young son. He says he's praying for the family. It's devastating. Any time that a young child is, is taken before their time, it's just awful. Those who knew Ryan say soccer fields were like a second home. The president of the Palm Beach Gardens Youth Athletic Association also spoke about the teen's impact on others. Ryan had just started our refereeing program. He's a wonderful young man. A wonderful athlete. He will be daily missed. Right now, the investigation into Ryan's death continues. In Palm Beach Gardens, Todd Wilson, WPTV, News Channel 5. Community concerns over what's in the shelves at some school libraries have led to the temporary removal of a handful of books in Indian River County, and one book was permanently removed. WPTV's John Shaman has more. Jennifer Pippen recently heard a mom in Pennsylvania read aloud a passage from the book All Boys Aren't Blue at a school board meeting. 
and it got her attention. I said, we need to look and see if these books are in our school district. The book's author, an LGBTQ activist, describes discovering his sexual identity as an adolescent. His story received many accolades upon its release last year, but Pippin was dismayed to discover it was in a high school library in Indian River County. One of many books, she says, is in violation of the state's pornography statutes. We found these books that have, you know, incest, pedophilia, um, sexually explicit pictures, sexually explicit text. Her group, Moms for Liberty, brought a list of library books to the attention of the school district. We're not burning books. We're following the state statutes that were written to protect children. Uh, some of the content that's been in our media uh, centers. In a recent Facebook post, school superintendent Dr. David Moore said all of those books have been removed from circulation while a formal review is being done. All Boys Aren't Blue was removed permanently. This organization doesn't get to tell me that what my kids should be reading. They don't speak for me. Community activist Michael Marsh says everyone can agree there shouldn't be pornography in schools, but some of the books in question aren't new. Why are there a problem now? When did these books enter the school district? So you got to look that these books didn't come in yesterday. These books have been here, but now all of a sudden, ooh, books scary. Pippin says she has two teens in the school system and adds her kids have not been exposed to anything inappropriate at school. She hopes it stays that way. If adults want their children to read this, they can order them from Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Um, I know that they're in the public library, a lot of these titles. We brought it to the attention of the superintendent, the school district, and they're taking care of it. So at what point is enough enough? A district spokeswoman says the removed book had never been checked out from Vero Beach High School. No word on when the fates of those other books will be decided, but I'm told that before any would go back into circulation, they'd have to be approved by both the district media specialist and that school's principal. In Indian River County, John Shane, WPTV, News Channel 5. If you've been using TikTok in the U.S. before October, you might be entitled to money from a $92 million class action lawsuit against the company. To file a claim, you can go to TikTokDataPrivacySettlement.com. According to court documents, TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, denied they illegally collected and used personal data from its users. You do not have to live in Illinois to claim your share of the settlement, but if you do live in Illinois, you could claim up to six times more money. Well, lastly, uh, we have an event going on of the St. Lucie Mets right now at Clover Field. If you head on out, you see the Amazing Mets Foundation has given a grant of $15,000 to the Treasure Coast Food Bank to purchase food for the distribution of holiday meal boxes to local families in need. Um, this is going on at Clover Park right now. It goes on till 10 this morning. So uh, head out to Clover Park in their parking lot, and there's, there you will have it. There, it's going to go on until 10 or until the supplies run out. Oklahoma coach Lincoln Riley downplayed speculation Tuesday about whether he has interest in LSU's coaching position, saying his feelings about the Sooners' job haven't changed. Riley is 54-9 and at Oklahoma, which promoted him to replace longtime coach Bob Stoops after the 2016 season. His name has been connected to NFL coaching vacancies, and he had been mentioned as a potential candidate to succeed LSU's Ed Orgeron, who is out after the season. Newstime 849. We'll hear weather and traffic together next. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. 
My fiance means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside? Well, Evan, the conditions are looking so far so good. We're not finding any accidents to report right now. Martin in St. Lucie County, US-1 moving quite smoothly and everything all up to speed on the turnpike in I-95. And there's your latest look at traffic. It's 74 right now in Stewart this morning and 61 cloudy in Springfield, Missouri. Here's more on the weather here at WPTV. Your WPTV first alert forecast calls for temperatures this morning in the mid to upper 60s, so definitely not as chilly as the last couple of mornings. Partly cloudy skies to start off the day, then plenty of sunshine this afternoon with highs in the low 80s and a slim chance for an isolated shower. Tomorrow, increasing clouds with a 70% chance for afternoon to evening showers and storms as a front approaches, highs in the low 80s. Friday through the weekend, warm and muggy with highs in the upper 70s to low 80s, scattered showers and storms possible. Our next cold front sweeping in by Tuesday. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220 220- Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kinder, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. The tradition of champions is continuing here at IRSC. Hi, I'm AJ Kajus, the sophomore point guard on the Indian River 2021 men's basketball team. My pioneer teammates and I have one goal, and that's to win the Southern Conference Championship for the third year in a row. It is also our goal to give Coach Wilson a fifth consecutive 21 season. Come see us in the gym on the main campus. The tradition of champions continues. Go River. Hi, this is 
Denny Artachi, host of the Today with Denny show, where we talk about financial and healthy well-being from a common sense perspective. This is a show where we cover what's on your mind, like local, world, and entertainment news. So tune in, have fun, share your story Thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450 AM radio. As a family-owned business for over 15 years, Crown Car Care's top priority is to build relationships with customers while keeping their vehicles safe and dependable. Fixing your car right the first time is their passion and mission. Crown has the skilled master mechanics and business know-how that will put a smile on your face without putting a dent in your wallet. Call Crown Car Care for the finest in automotive service and repair at 772-781-8000. Two locations to serve you, Martin Highway in Palm City and Cove Road in Stewart, 772-781-8000. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. With inflation, the price of turkeys and fixins are going up. Thanksgiving is going to cost the most in the last 30 years. But there's a simple solution to help you with the cost. Introducing Eating Less. You may be used to eating a chicken stuffed in a duck, stuffed in a turkey, stuffed in a pig, but try tightening your belt an extra notch before dinner. Sure, you usually eat your body weight in pie, but that's going to empty your wallet. So this Thanksgiving, make it more affordable by showing some self-control. Seconds? Oh, no, thank you. I've had enough. There you go. There you go. All right, there you go. Turkey Day inflation. Is Eating what that's less called. wouldn't be a bad thing because everybody just knows that that gut awful feeling when you're just uh, laying there, laying there yeah. after that turkey meal because you ate so much. Yeah, I'm going to call the uh, Butterball Turkey Hotline again. I want to see if they've changed their message since yesterday. I'm hoping they do. So let me uh, dial this up here. This is not the Butterball Turkey Talk Line. Oh, oops. You've reached the Hungry Man Frozen Thanksgiving TV oh, Dinner Helpline. did it again. Peel back the film and microwave for six minutes. Stir. Wait a couple minutes so you don't burn your mouth. Bon appetit. Oh, there you go. Okay, I called the wrong line. I Figures. wonder if anybody has ever gone to someone's house where they serve the frozen Swanson TV dinners. For Thanksgiving? For Thanksgiving. I used to eat those when I was a kid. Man, those were good back in the day. That's about how long it's been for me since I've eaten a Hungry Man or the Swanson. Now there's so many of different ones that are out there in the freezer section. You go to the freezer section of your favorite grocery store, and it's like, gosh, Calgon, take me away. What do I pick? There's so many choices. I know. Everything's like at your fingertips. You don't really even have to cook anymore. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, and I think they've... Uh, you know, gotten better with the flavors and mm-hmm. better with the meals of some frozen packages, I agree. too, of late. I agree. I have found that um, I'm a fan of P.F. Chang's frozen food. Oh, do you like that? Yeah, P.F. Chang's has some great stuff. I made some teriyaki chicken the other night with Rachel, and we had some sticky rice. It was all frozen. All right. Everything was frozen. You put the the teriyaki chicken in a saucepan in a, in, a, in a frying pan for about 10 minutes you stir it all the ingredients are there even the sauce is all frozen and by the time it's done cooking after about 10 or 15 minutes it was amazing 
and the sticky rice you put in the microwave for five minutes and it mm-hmm. comes out and you've got legit sticky rice. Not too bad, huh? No. Not too bad for frozen. No, not too bad for frozen at all. And then we microwaved a couple of spring rolls and oh. we had ourselves a Chinese dinner. I've seen the P.F. Chang in the frozen section in the coolers. It's I've, in a brown uh, brown bag. I've always passed it up. Maybe You should try it. Try it. Teriyaki then. chicken is good. They have chicken fried rice, which is good. Oh, I yeah. know you like making that from scratch. They also have, um, I'm trying to think of what else besides the teriyaki chicken. Do they have anything chicken. like a sushi? A sushi? No, no, you wouldn't have sushi. No, you wouldn't have sushi because sushi you want to eat fresh. That's right. That you is You definitely want to eat that fresh. Yeah. But uh, definitely check out the uh, P.F. Chang stuff. It's really good. Yeah, I will next time. I'll hey, try folks, it. that is a wrap for us. We are done for a Wednesday. We'll be back in 21 hours right here at 6 a.m. on Thursday for you. In the meantime, don't you dare go anywhere because we want to tell you that if you have good values on the inside, you won't need to look for validation on the outside. Mm-hmm. Just take care during this Wednesday, and, yeah, we want to see you back right here in 21 hours. That's right, folks. Make it a great day. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. Bye-bye for now. Thank <laughs> you.